0: the get fresh crew you reviewed the books get shaved and dirty looks now that wrong just
1: say poo-poo. Poop, poop let's give it up to the get fresh crew as we slide poop, back poop. into the only show that breaks down cracks up skews and reviews each week's dc comics i'm america's sweetheart eric shea and i'm jim Moore. And this is episode number 351 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast.
2: It is 351, Eric, and we have three books tonight to talk about. Pretty good books. The Wolfman. Don't have the Wolfman, Eric. Why would you say that? We might have Frankenstein, but you're more into the monster. Than, than Frankenstein himself, Eric. Right? I don't Is know. that what you I, I say? do, do kind of like the doctor. Yes, you do. Well, you should go see one. Welcome to episode three fifty one, Eric. We are here. We're ready to go. We're having some fun, and we have been enjoying this infinite frontier, you know, landscape of books. Right? love yeah, it. Yeah, we good. have a good time. But I'm before all McDonald's we go into that, it. you are. You're also like the the Kids Club, right? They're kids Club? You're a kid vid. some fun together. Your kid vid. We're doing some stuff. And we're also going to have some news and an email from Red a little later. But before we get into that, let me tell you where you can find us. You can go over to Twitter and follow us at Weird Science DC. If you follow us, we'll follow you back 100% because I'm a nice guy. I don't know about Eric. I'm not going to speak for him. But he Oh, you follow everybody is. back, do you? Yes, I do, Eric. Sometimes. Mostly, Eric. Mostly. <laughs> With all of that following back, I like to follow you Talk around the big town, game, you Eric, guy. Eric. I am. I follow most of the people back. Some of the people, though, if you look, we don't follow exactly the same amount, right? Because some are pending still, Eric, when they they have a locked down account. I can't follow them back. I think that some people, because they know we're going to follow back, they lock it down so we can't. You even
1: realized earlier this week that for whatever reason, Weird Science DC Comics didn't even follow your personal Twitter back. (laughs) Who would?
2: (laughs) I mean, really. I ended up where DC ended up tweeting out my own personal account, Eric. 2015 called and wanted their account back. I didn't even remember I had that account. I thought it probably would have been purged out. And then I'm like, ooh, maybe I should get that going. Nah, I'm not going to do that, Eric. Why, why would I do that? But yeah, follow us and we'll follow you back. And then you can talk to us. You can suggest things about the show. I'll run them by Eric. He'll shoot them down. Shoot and them then down I, immediately. <laughs> I'll tell you that it didn't work out, but you can still suggest it. Also, you can go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where you can look at our written reviews, not just by me and Eric. And what's good about that is you listen to us talk about it on the podcast. Then you can go over and maybe get a different point of view over at the site but also go to our patreon account to support us for all the things we do on all of our podcast feeds but get a ton of shows in return one of the biggest ones is the patreon only spotlight the dc comics patreon only spotlight this week the Badasses is up to get fresh croop, beep, boop. <coughs> they ended up picking superman red and blue number one and batman versus Rachel goal number five one worse and the other, <laughs> Eric, we, we didn't really like those. And the thing is, me. I
1: saw people enjoying Superman Red and Blue, yeah. but I don't think anybody has shocked come out me. and said,
2: man, I love that Batman versus Rachel Gould." No, no. And people are like, what the hell is that book? And, and that's after Agreed. they read it. Agreed. That's after they read it, Eric. Let's not even ask him what it is. I mean, that, that book makes me. no sense. It was. Uh, yeah, I was actually shocked at how many people liked the Superman Red and Blue number one, mainly because it really felt like an anthology of a failure of a Superman. He didn't do much, like we're used to now with this new landscape of Superman not really doing much in any sort of Superman book, right? He punched Mongo with the Phil around Kennedy for a bit. Johnson. Yeah, but in this, I mean, there, there's heroin going on. Oh, the heroin. I mean, there's that. There's the H train guys losing their hands yeah and uh, i just i didn't get it i, I really did shrugging I that weird, shit off to a little kid it? hand is crushed <laughs> it's crushed
1: man go i'm okay i mean
2: that guy that kid was the biggest <laughs> i used to cry for an, an hour if i scraped
1: my knee last week that's that's true
2: he's a badass sir. That's what he says and, and so with all of that it really shocked Abbey's me my that, hero it shocked me that the first you know, issue of this really focused on Superman, not really first? being that great because it was number one. No, no, I that's the only. It's just a number. One. It's a one shot, right? No, no, it's this just continues. a one shot. <laughs> no, it is not. It's like a six shot, Eric. It's a six issue miniseries. Six pack. We're gonna we're gonna be getting that next month again. Yeah, one shot. What are you, crazy? Where's my cha-ching noise? I don't know what you're They're talking about. It's a one to, shot. You know,
0: go in. Well, yeah, okay. I get
2: what you're saying. Ah, wink,
0: <laughs> wink. <laughs>
2: you have to nudge, nudge me and maybe rub my I'm back. Turn this a camera
1: on. You need to look at me when For I do it, these things.
2: It, it's weird. You, you're there, you're rubbing my back, and then I'm feeling your hands are on my shoulders, Eric. I don't understand. How does that, uh, that work? That was. Fine, you Yes, but. We're going to give a little shout out to those badasses that picked those bad books. They are the badass of the Get Fresh Group. Be boom, and here is their roll call, Eric. I was trying to find the sound, and here sure. we go a new setup it is i can't find everything the way it Total is now system. and, and I'm, I'm saying this and somehow my thing got messed up too eric so 351 uh, i'm telling you i don't know what happened i hit this I thing do. i'll still get it here i'm gonna be that guy the micro machines guy josh murray from not a podcast ted probes lawrence lee forrest poly cam Man 3000 joseph watch matt a razor D-Man, All New Dave, Lady Abby, Cisco, I'm Struggling, Eric Matches, Balone, Niels T-work David Fink, Joey Bear, Casco, Stephen Baum, Tony Walton, Jason Kobe, Sue 42 to you, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom, Arake, Seller Dweller, Mark Jaeger, Eric G, Aldrin Stoja, Nick Adams, Phil Beer from the Bat Pod, Ruben, Carlos, Lone Wolf, Barb, T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Man Ship, Man, Chip, no stories. Andrew and Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh, Vermillion, Dalton Eaton, My Man, Pete from NYC, Sailor Moon Mark, Our Man, Rob Lewis, Brandy, Murray and Buffalo, Double, A-Ron, and the all-time badass besides Reggie, Abdi. He's a badass, That's right. Eric. He is the all-time, but also Reggie. Reggie? See, I did it there. I don't know what happened. I ended up I having don't. everything. No, I had everything set Jim up. Jim happened. I went. <laughs> it is my life. Happened. I'm gonna say like <laughs> how- your, your
1: name is the master of disaster. You think this came out of nowhere? There was no reason it behind did. it. It was just a it's clever name too. that stuck
2: to you for no reason. At one point, I said to my mom and dad, "When did it all go wrong?" And they said, "Jim happened. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all coming back, Eric. Oh, but we have we have some books. Here. I don't know what happened.
0: Yes, you do No, I don't. I think had, about it for a second. I had two
2: windows <laughs> up. The one I ended up doing the you thing. Closed the I, need. I don't know That's what
0: happened <laughs> I didn't realize
2: it So I ended up saying it But we're going to have a nice and, about it And good show, right? I like yeah, the yeah. idea Remember when we used to record this section last And yeah. then we would end up almost like being soothsayers I think that we're going to be doing this I have no idea Maybe we'll have a nice show here Maybe it'll suck, Eric Maybe Aren't it'll always go nice off shows? the rails it's a, Well, they're nice enough For some I hear people who are like Yeah, I listen to your show at six speed. I'm like, what? What is going on here, but we are going to go off Dang now all day, well, yeah, yeah, really. We used to have a longer thing you don't have to do it anymore, but we're going to go off now to start with you know maybe one of the most disappointing books of the Whole Nightwing, Infinite Frontier. Now, yeah, yeah. People are gonna get mad at you when we talk about that. I think because <laughs> <laughs> so, they don't like the facts. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing but the facts, baby. But we're gonna go off to Joe Friday over the, here. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, you're you're Tommy Wednesday. It's what you are collecting quarters <laughs> over there at the truck stop. But we're gonna go and and then that's bus fare. Eric and you walk home as you always say. Obviously. I want to finish up the joke. But we're gonna go up now to the books and in particular. The Brian Michael Bendis Justice League See how that is Eric So we'll be back in just a sec
3: Whopper, baby. Let's hit your
2: All right, we're here with a very good chance for me to put Eric Rings the Bell. And I didn't even think of it, Eric, because we're going to have one book here in this section. It's a big one. It is Justice League the with the big th- one. With Jim. The it's big the world's one. greatest superheroes right here. It is the it's flagship book of DC Comics. Not only that, it's the book that you would have bought as a kid to get more bang for your buck, and that you and get, get even more bang here because well, you like the Green Lantern, and I you end up with this where you also get a backup. I couldn't afford this book as a kid. Now it's four ninety nine. I know and backup and stuff. i of my yeah, that was all like all the money I had as a kid. So I'm not getting any books that now I except can't for afford one. it <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, but yeah, you have the backup to the JLD. I ended up when we put up the preview, somebody ended up asking me, "Hey, how many? You know, how long is the Justice League Dark backup?" I said, "Not how long, long is a piece of Not long Too enough. Too damn long. Yeah, That's what it is." Yeah, I ended up. It's like ten pages of this, and with that, doesn't it seem like it lasts longer than the actual Justice That's League? Because Merlin book. couldn't shut his goddamn mouth. That is true. He, he likes to talk in caption boxes. Let too, me tell you about things I'm seeing right now. Oh my God. I can see it too, Merlin. You don't got to describe what I'm looking at. He's a very philosophical fellow, that Merlin, as he describes exactly what is going on around him. Now, with that, you get Bendis in the first story, where, you know, you're kind of going in and we're going to have this kind of theme throughout these three books. It's a good, actually, threesome here with that, something you're familiar with, Eric. That yeah, all no, good. Up there. They're all kind of a fresh start even, Eric, please. Fresh start. And also giving you a reestablishment, trying to give you more characters. Fresh it's not start, really... Jim. What is this, number 59? <laughs> well, it's, that's the problem. I said all along, even <laughs> before reading these, I kind of wish that after, you know, the whole death metal, then the break, that some of these, including this one and the Nightwing would have had new Cat number ones. ones. Catwoman's is fine. It does continue. So that's fine. These all continue, per se. But per, se. End up, per se. Per se. <laughs> you know you're so, the goth kid. I'm, I'm a vampire Eric. <laughs> and so what you have here is it feels like you know a, a new start a fresh start Eric. uh fresh but start. yet you continue that numbering just so people don't lose their minds like it's a but I, I just don't get it but with that you're gonna have different levels of let's get back to these characters let's get back yeah. to these stories and Bendis does a very, very like wide brushing here of what he's going to do. and But yet, Naomi. I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to kind of bitch about that. You? But in Nightwing, I'm going to praise it, which is odd, because they kind of have the same kind of idea of how they're going to start. Not really giving you a full story yet, setting up some characters that are going to go. It's just that Nightwing, the, the one thing that you have... There's not as many characters to deal with. And I think Bendis, that's his Achilles heel since coming over to DC. He seems to want to have these books we'll with take 50 on all million these characters. characters. But I have no idea how to write them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and then he they all get lost in the shuffle of Jay dialogue who? and nonsense. Yeah, really. But give us the whole deal with this, sir. Justice League number 59 written
1: by Brian Michael Bendis and Ram V with the backup with art by David Marquez, Tamara Bonvillon, Josh Reed with Zermonico on the JLD backup, Romeo Fajardo Jr. and Rob Lee. It turns out that Naomi having her own miniseries being brought into Young Justice and Superman wasn't enough. Now that Bendis has his mitts on Just League, he's going to turn the team of the world's greatest superheroes into his vehicle to keep the Naomi hype train going. And that's fine as long as he can actually write the rest of the characters in this book. Which at this point, I'm not certain <clears throat> enough. But we have a Naomi going on here and in the JLD backup, we have the start of Merlin taking over
2: magic like we saw in Future State. Yeah, and so the the... the- JLD backup, it's interesting. I'm not gonna say that I read it and thought it's it the out greatest rough, thing once, everything. But once ton yeah, of show up, it becomes gold in my mind. It does. And then I'm interested. At least I'm interested because you are seeing some things. I'll tell you right now, as a little sneak peek. I actually was real shocked when we get to Catwoman at the end of how much like all of a sudden that book felt real important because of things mentioned and stuff from Future State and things. So when you get into this first story with Justice League, to have Bendis just slap Naomi right in your face again, I like the character. I always have. I maybe. I was somebody who. She got a power did, like two weeks well, ago or maybe me, yesterday. I don't know. I, two weeks from now, I think, I don't know. Uh, but when we ended up having that first series that everybody went gaga about. And I'll blame you people for this, you know, deluge of <laughs> Naomi sense. But I ended up, I mean you, Eric. No, but we said right away. I, I said you. right away with the deal is we weren't getting enough of the character. And even then, remember, my biggest complaint, people were yelling at me on the site. Naomi shows up. You have seventeen friends. Remember her seventeen friends that oh, were hanging out with her? And they're on the Do you the remember her job and, and her therapist? Yeah, their and everything else and going therapist. on her life? And I said never got back to it. Never got back to any of that. And I said, This is nonsense. You're just throwing things at us. I want to know about the character. And what we found out about the character was really good what we had with d and her parents here on earth stuff like that was really good the problem a human, was a thanagarian and iranian yeah. all together who care about naomi a girl from another world get out of town yeah that's cool we never went further oh, mega into level it powers jim and so i think that i what, don't know if you notice <laughs> yeah I, what i do notice also he was yelling about dimensions then and instead of you know earths and things and well, thing is, the earths omniverse are catches dimensions up now but, but I don't know if he way. understands it. No, it didn't seem then. Now with the omniverse and everything up in the air, I think that what ended up happening is the universe of the DCU ends up molding around Bendis's crazy thoughts and things. But the, the problem I have is that Naomi has shown up in every one of his books. He ends up forcing her in. And by this point, you almost want to have somebody else take over a little. Some people are even saying Where's they're David waiting for the TV show. So that maybe we'll learn something because every time she shows up, she takes over, commandeers the book. And I'm not saying her. I'm saying Bendis makes it all about her and then does things like, hey, Naomi, we're going to let Star Labs watch you. While in the other book, Star Labs is totally evil and they should know better. Or every time she shows up in all these things because she's had like 30 appearances so far, we don't know her powers. And also she does keep yelling, this is my first day. I don't know my powers. It even continues a bit here. And that is infuriating that they end up like, oh, we got the signature. I wonder who that is. Oh, we only know one person, Naomi. And they don't even say like, oh, her again or have her on speed dial. It almost seems like we're going to reset all this stuff. And, and it just ends up where I just want to say I like Naomi, but I don't need her in every book that Bendis does. I'm surprised she didn't time travel and end up on the Legion for Not crying yet. out loud. And that would have happened. Might be cool. Believe me, it would have happened. That would have been one of her Naomi powers. The
1: Legion, for whatever reason, does sound like it's kind of Actually, cool. If that would have been neat. That.
2: That, that been neat. Uh, but yet, you start this off and you do a classic. That Bendis. would be
1: Bendis as well, too. The idea that we're going to subvert the normal DC Comics way of doing it with Superboy or Supergirl, whatever you want to say. Anybody who becomes the part of the Legion of Superheroes, the, the the transplant from our time to the future. Now it's just Naomi. I'm like, Here's yeah, we're going to make it your fan made like character, your fan your, your creator own character. <laughs>
2: The right. in here uh, if it's one of those where she's like well the only way i can do this is to de-age john and go i'm, I'm all in eric i'll do I, that i'm looking but,
1: on the uh the, the dc database fan yeah. wiki is it thing like it 24
2: says, or something like 30. that okay i thought it was i said 30 uh yeah I, I knew it was a lot and people are probably shocked at that number because appearances we still of Naomi. don't know the six of her series. We're decent enough, but we needed that second season to get her power set. You can't. It, it's not the idea of forcing a character. This is different. It really is different because a lot of times when these characters show up like this, people get mad because they're overpowered, or they end up. ooh, we never. No, no, we don't even know her powers. That's my biggest problem. How are you getting somebody from, on the job? We don't even know her power set. Holy moly! And mega level. Yeah, <laughs> Omega level, all right. Omega level mystery. But even that, you start off this issue with classic Bendis. I'll, I'll also tell you right now, I don't hate this issue as much as I thought I would. But no, no, it's not bad. The whole idea of offensive. taking the Justice
1: League and bringing this whole new concept into it. where We always talk about where I like when we have, you know, you mix the... Up. Uh, the roster call like we have yeah. batman superman wonder Woman sitting down who are we going to make into the new version of the just League? you know, wonder woman's gone now we do need a replacement the, everything's been devastated ever since death metal we need a new just league what are we going to do i love those moments in comic yep. books and we jump in here we have a whole new just league no one's talking about that shit Though we're just moving forward That's with whatever's going on now
2: i like to see the roster deal when yes. we when we had justice league uh international back at the beginning like of the even new 52 if they, like, was we one spent of the spent best
1: the first, spend the first six issues f- f- doing the whole roster bit because i want to know when we go into this like the idea of you know Dinah, black canary and green arrow coming into the just League, the idea that green arrow was given a means in his mind to defeat the just league if they ever got out of control and they gave him a in that box, box possibly yeah and he left him like him being called into the like the roster of the just league i want to know
2: what, how he feels about that no. and why he would come in but you you didn't see that they had actually released a, a missing scene, a deleted scene. When he opened up the box, there it had a mirror, and it was him. Released the Bendis. It was cut. him. It was. Uh, but yeah, you end up where I like that, and, and still you have the possibility then of throwing shade at Plastic Man once again because he always comes up, and they're like he's too crazy, and they kick him off. But at the beginning, he you get a big You of get the a classic, the late 90s. You get a classic Bendis thing, though. You get this first page that basically is, "Hey, everybody." you know what I did with Superman's identity it's pretty cool isn't it everybody loves it Just so it's even that weird idea justification that you
1: have Green Arrow who is going to be Green Arrow through and through because even when he comes in when he first appears on panel here is like we're not doing enough guys hey Ollie we were in the middle of a conversation maybe yeah. wait your turn but Thanks he a comes lot. in but even before that the idea that him and Dinah are talking about the Justice League needs to be more especially with everything that's going on now after Death Metal but it's like I think that's like you know uh, I like that Clark Reader was uh, revealed his identity to the world and I think that's why i like clark revealing himself and people like him more like everybody always likes superman what are you talking about the idea that is a liberal ollie trying to always just come out and say we need yep. to do more for more people in a less you know dynamic kind of way get down to the street level it's just basic ollie and that's what you're going to get here while trying to show away black adam into the team and you and me personally just trying to wonder up so but this Black Adam after Future State, is it the one from the 853rd century? Is it Black Adam who's like quantum leaped into himself? What's going on? I need yeah. to know this. But Black Adam in Condock is a kinder, gentler Black Adam, it seems like, who besides for protecting Condock, which he always does, it just seems like somebody who Clark Kent wants on that Just League roster.
2: Yeah. And when you do go with the idea where there's, you know, Green Arrow, Oliver, oh, man, you know now that people know that it's Clark is Superman, they like him so much more. They he's a man wait. of the people. Yeah, that wasn't how Bendis played it off at first. Everybody no. wanted to kick him off. He said he was going to be the king of the world. And then when they alien. found out that he was a filthy well, alien, not, not as Clark that, Kent. Not only that, his and, friends
1: at the Daily Planet, his co-workers were afraid of him, be, of working with him and all this stuff because of all the trouble that a Superman will bring, now that everybody knows that he's no, Lombard Clark Lombard
2: wanted to quit. He was leaving. <laughs> I mean, this is not... I this don't think is, Lombard wanted to quit. I think Lombard wanted to caught your fire. <laughs> yeah, really. And so... So, this is just, you know, trying to make things, it just doesn't fit it's like the first thing that you have to say in your Justice League book is to point out that you revealing the identity was a great thing. And Just
1: just the idea, too. Let's go back and just think about this in a broad spectrum. and It has nothing to do with anything we're going to be dealing with the Justice League book, but the idea. if you, After Death Metal, we talk about the idea, everything matters yeah. now. Okay, we've, we've opened up the timeline. Everybody remembers everything. The review of Clark Kent's identity. I'm like, which one? Because even that first one, people
2: were furious. You're filthy alien. Get out of that's here. That's the crazy thing. And this is where I wish that we – up that's having like 2015. I, I wish we had a announcement of exactly what that like people will use this at this is basically Superman reborn because anything that you <laughs> say, me and you could actually sit here and have one of those arguments that's the classic like, dude, where's my car? The dude? Dude. Dude, dude. dude, like that like no, no, we could no. just we could just keep That's saying basketball. it back at each other, <laughs> oh yeah, it is we could just keep <laughs> saying it back and forth at each other, you know everything matters, no, everything matters, everything matters, like we, we could do that because I think a different thing when I hear everything matters than you do, and then even some people think that that just throws out continuity completely going forward. It, they need to really establish dude. what this stuff means, and I think, dude, and, and that you can end up. Maybe Sweet. finding that out in the infinite <laughs> – that was the tattoo, right? Yeah. <laughs> you end up with the whole deal that when we have this Infinite Frontier book, we'll have it in the news in a little bit. That should be coming out you know, sooner than later to give us an establishment of what this Everything Matters means. This is a big thing in opening up the timeline. huge thing. And it's the you're biggest gonna, thing. You're going to hear it throughout this because of what I think it might be what you do. So I do need to know – and so with that, yeah, which identity reveal? It should just be a generalized thing that happened, like
1: or that. Or was that original identity reveal erased from time after Superman Reborn, but was brought back now Must because be everything matters? Infinite
0: Frontiers. Eric. I don't
2: know. I don't know. But you're setting all this up, and I'm Death intrigued. Metal. I'm intrigued with this, you know, softer touch, softer side of Black Adam. Uh, not Tracy. <laughs> soft uh, uh, I'm having problems there, but yeah, you have them come down but even that the softer side of jc penny
0: you're the worst cordelia
2: there is the softer side of electronics boutique i don't know what you end up is this the softer side because it is in conda and that would be his thing and honestly too i want to know
1: what this means because we do have you know a nicer looking Black Adam. I always mean, say nicer just because of the stuff we've seen already going into Infinite Frontier number zero, what yeah. we saw at the end of Future State. He going still got this. those
2: fists clenched though. Right? We
1: have an idea of what's going on here. Not a full idea, but when you have him like looking over conduct and there was a boy, his mother passed away and it's like, oh, hey, it's like, uh, do you want to have some candy? I stole some. I'm, yeah, at first what I'm is sitting that? here like, don't don't say you stole it. No, not the Black Adam in But But he's cool. But the thing is, Hard candy? hard candy? No, Mike. Are you just a soft candy kind? Are you a gummy guy, Black I, Adam? I
2: mean, is he just the
0: chocolates? They, they're is in his the teeth desert? Him? That's
2: gonna that's gonna melt. <laughs> he can't eat the hard candies. It, sp- speaking of which, I prefer hard candy way over soft candy. That's because you're an old man. No, I'm thinking of like Skittles and shit. I hate Skittles. I can't stand them. I, I don't like them one bit, and well, and too hard in my be, mind? Because you like Skittles, I hate your guts. I hate Skittles. Do you? Well, that's good. Now I like you. You, <laughs> I you like had the Skittles in like twenty years. You like the red vines, does you? Do you? No. Right. What I ended up Twizeless getting, guy. I ended up having a uh, hankering, Eric, for some chewy sprees the other day. That's kind of a midline deal. Like it maybe is. Black Adam would like those. Ooh, they, they ended up ripping some apart my They ended up ripping apart my mouth. I ate so many of them. <laughs> They're so good. I love them. Uh, gummy bears, I don't mind, but I also like to freeze those. So that would probably be hard. So you want to make, make them hard? For Black Adam. That would be very odd, right? I need some good yeah. fucking candies. <laughs> he, he does, he's like, you got them runts? I don't need them runs. And then he's like, well, I would if you have all bananas. He's looking at them, which He doesn't. I ain't there. got no Jim Warners he, over here. Oh, my. He ended up stealing those candies. Plus, luck, he gets them out of his dirty pocket. I think that black blackout was just like, I ain't eating your pocket candy. What are you doing? What do you got? Sleeve cakes. Uh, so it's uh, isn't it a weird aside, though, that had like, is that the. Let's get so like we have, we have to kill
1: some time here before Brutus from Naomi's dimension shows up through a dimensional rift and starts wrecking house. We just have Black Adam, just thinking about Black Adam things with the little
2: boy whose mother's
1: dead. him some hard candies and him decarding. Yeah. Let's get to the action,
2: everybody! And, Come on. And then you All go. Right, Brutus comes through that dimensional portal to attack, and I do like the idea that Black Adam says, "You, you go from here. I'll, I'll keep track of your. You know, his Child, mom died. Child, leave this place. I yeah. will protect your mother." And at first, I thought. Did, didn't he hear the mother's dead? I'm like, oh, oh, he means like the the you know the setup there with it, the shrine and stuff. I I actually was taken aback by that. <laughs> I'm like, look well, you no, ain't no listening to the shit.
1: You're dirty candy, but he's he he not listening. Listen.
2: the would you like? like say but say my again. mom's dead as he leaves, and then you end up where a lot of people had problems with this Brutus that talked to me. He does come out like he's talking like you know, bro, late '90s talk a bit. He's a little street with it, and it does go. Kind of weird against the character design, but I think oh, the no, no, this is works. just this is going almost, with it that the the any that, world has that. You know? exactly
1: the way it really seemed to me, even with the real big bad of this dimension, Zimbado, who was you know, Naomi's arch nemesis, yeah. whether she knows it or not, the people, the guy who killed her parents essentially, or forced them to leave Naomi on Earth here. These were just regular people who were transformed by their crisis and were given powers like this. It almost reminds me of the Big Bang just for the ideas like you had people just doing the normal stuff. And you mean in the milestone
2: universe is what you're saying. Yeah. That you would just have regular schmoes Like Sabato,
1: when he was created, he was a bad dude on the electric yeah. chair being executed at that moment when the freaking Christ had and gave him his powers.
2: And if you don't know what we're talking about, that was in the original Naomi series. And that was true. So when I saw this, it did take me back a little just because it ended up like, ooh, that, that really put – I'll give him credit. I actually could recognize that voice then. He has his own voice. He the rest does, of the but League I want to know what Naomi's
1: homeworld smells like. Wow, smells fantastic here. I'm like, what, do you come from Jersey of your
2: world? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's like, man, we sit there. We have a city called, you know, Ocean City or Wildwood. That's what you go. That shit Camden. Stinks. That smell. Oh my God, Camden stinks And everything that we say. We're just going to throw shade because we're right next to New Jersey, <laughs> but boy, it, it does stink. Uh, so you end up where he goes, but it's—I think it's supposed to show also that Condock is a nice place because Black Cam right. has really, you know, made not sure. Not for my taste, but it looks nice. No, I'm—I'm I'm not a desert guy no. myself. I like, guy. I like the main meal. I like the main meal. That's what I like. Uh, but then you end up having something that happens that threw me off right away because. When is the Justice League ever going to learn that they're not allowed just in conduct? They just do whatever they want. They, they see. Just I like to think
1: this is the continuation of the infinite frontier. Where Superman, he's he's got his feelers out there for a kinder, gentler Black Adam right now. So when he hears some shits going down, like, "Hey guys, I know we're usually not supposed to to this, but let's go help Black Adam out and put our feelers out there. See what's going on with old Blackie over
2: here." I just thought that the idea where Superman shows up in his country and says, "Listen, uh, yeah, he's not actually the our Justice ambassador. League can take
1: it from here, Black yeah. Adam." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: really? And I and Black Adam is pissed, but you have troubles going on here because Brutus is pretty tough. He actually and ends I, and up... And we
1: say Brutus in case you don't know what we're talking about. This is a giant hugely power-leveled kind of dude with ram horns on his head yeah.
2: who just looks like freaking a Minotaur monster man. Yeah, Yeah, and he ends up He's he's you know smacking Black Adam around a bit and ends up impressed. Like, oh, are there a lot of other people here? And like once other you? people like are you Do show the up strongest? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I went, don't want to come he here. He wins out. I, I actually that threw me off. And again, maybe I'll give Brian Michael Bendis credit because that didn't seem like something that I expected from this guy. Where he's like, ooh, I'm ill prepared. Pause. He does the Zach. Time out here, and he skedaddles out. It's so funny the the idea
1: that the Justice League members that show up are Superman, Batman, Hawkgirl, and Aquaman, because all those, for the most part, Pretty big powerhouses and not only physical strength, but in feel like you know, mind as well. But yeah. the idea that we have Aquaman show up to take on Brutus here somehow we get over top of an ocean where he just has a wave and some sharks going up to Brutus. I'm like, you know what? This is not that impressive, Aquaman. I don't know no, if this is really I, the <laughs> thing that's going to kick Brutus off our planet.
2: I just think that he's now ruined conduct with this giant water that had sharks in it. Uh, but even with that going on. You end up having something, like you said before, and and this goes well with what you said. You have this team show up, and it is Aquaman, Superman, and Batman, and Kendra. And people probably like it because we didn't get a lot of Aquaman in the past runs for a while now. Well, he so was cute, cool. Jim, and yeah, then was well, brought back to life by the Anti-Monster for some be, reason. This is going to be part of my Old point Or Mother here, Shark. is the idea that, boy... Maybe he'll get back to it. Bendis does some wacky things. like He might get back to some things, but boy, I would have loved to have had Superman and Batman sitting down together and saying, Wonder Woman's dead. What are we going to do? Should we keep going? Are we going to do this and see that building of the team then? And saying, okay, well, we'll ask everybody who's already on the team, do they still want to be on? Okay, and now let's go pick some others. Look, the way because you do this is
1: because you have the idea that they do feel broken. The Trinity is severed yeah. at this point. They don't know what to do with that Wonder Woman being the compassion part of them in trying to find out the roster. Try to and find you go somebody, and you have Superman and Batman picking who they think is good. And at the end of the day, get saying, graces. "This isn't this, this is okay, but it doesn't feel completely right." And at yeah. the end of that first issue, you have Hippolyta
2: show up. Bam! That's how you have a cliffhanger. Yeah. And I think that's what we'll get to. I think that that's kind of going to be the thing, but I think it's going to be forced in then. I wish that this first thing, we could even have, you know, you really want to get the feels, you could have like an impromptu funeral. Funeral for a friend, Eric. And just the idea that Wonder Woman, they just need to figure out. No, you don't. You end up with what? Funerals for cuts? I mean, really, half of your friends died in the 90s from (laughs) heroin. End up so. It was a it, it, time. It's, it's a rough time. It was for everyone, and and nowadays as well. You end up where I think it's a missed opportunity of having some thing that would show that Bendis gets it, that he gets what's going on, and gets these characters because you're throwing thrown into this. Like you said, Green Arrow and Black Canary walk in like their, their shit don't like stink, they the and they've been yeah, like they own the place <laughs> that they've been coming in and out for years, and you don't have any mention of Wonder Woman and nothing really for Batman to do. It, it is a real shame because what you're doing is. Is trying to set up the stats so that you get Naomi in the book. That's all that happens in this story is to try to set up a way where I think Brian Michael Bendis said, I could just have Naomi there. She's already been there almost like an intern at points or whatever. But no, no, I don't want to force it because then people will get mad. So you waste a whole issue leading force just to do this. Yeah. So you have and Brutus. And not only there. that, but
1: the idea that we have this Brutus character, this ram-headed goat man show up and just say like, you know, are everybody on your planet, your power level? Cause goddamn kid, you are strong. And then being like, they're just like, show up like, I'm peacing out everybody cause you guys are too much role Brutus over here. But. I want to know from what Brian Michael Bendis started before, where we had Port Oswego, the hometown of Naomi. That seemed to be the focal point for the dimensional breaches. We even had Young Justice come out of there when they did their multiversal hop and then were brought back home through Port Oswego. Now, I don't recall off the top of my head right now if Stars Labs, when they were there, were able to close that breach. I don't recall that they did, but why would we just have another breach open up in Condock out of
2: nowhere? We already established things. You want to throw in Black Adam. Also, this is – if you really think of it, if people are like, well, it's not that force." This is pretty much the, you know, amalgam of if you had a story, somebody comes in, a bad guy fights and then leaves, but drops this wallet with his ID in it. That's all that he's there for. Naomi and, McDuffie. And it's, it's shown pretty much 100% that when he leaves, hey, go get him. I can't get through the portal. Like everything's just set up and forced so that he gets away and they get the signature that then leads to Naomi. And We've only so, ever had one reading like this before. Yeah. Poor Naomi. Swigo,
1: Naomi McDuffie.
2: They've already talked to Naomi. She doesn't know shit about shit about her Let's planet. Let's go talk and anything. about her she again. She doesn't know about her earth. So where are they going to go and try? What are they going to, you know, use her as bait? There's nothing. Nothing really. The only thing I can well, think we're just of is going that- to use
1: her her teleportation dimensional breacher powers that she must well, have because an omega think. level.
2: I think that we're going to end up having the omega level and that teleportation that she does, now, Joe, <laughs> I think that she's going to be able to open the breach, and that's what they're going to use her she for. Is. Yeah, or it's going to be the thing. And, and even and-
1: that Zombado showed up at the end of the Naomi mini series through the Port Oswego breach. Th- we already know about this world. I, then the thing is, yeah. at that point, you had, had 20, you had 29, I think, people who were affected by the original crisis on Miami's world who were given powers. And there was a power struggle. Zimbardo ended up killing a bunch of them. And by the end of it, I think there was only eight to fi- – I can't remember how it is, if it's eight or 15, but between that kind, mm. kind of thing of yeah. – superpowered people left who are taking over that world and Naomi was the only person who was ever born of superpowered oh, people. So she's not one of the original Christ member. She's the first offspring of Christ. Almost people like classic her... Superman.
2: That exactly. he was born naturally. And exactly. that was the big thing with it. Now with that I will say right now, I think that what we're getting because Superman tries to go through the portal. I think that Bendis might be reading a little of that Hickman X-Men and it's going to be like those crack Cohen portals that Person who isn't a mutant, but (laughs) mutants can't go through. But if you have a mutant with you, you can. And but I think that's nice just going to be what it is. I don't want them I, coming through here. Damn right. No, I just think that Naomi no, will say, allowed. She opens it up and then they oh, say. Oh, are not talking about that? No. She says, you know, I'm the key so you can all come with me. And they'll all go in, I'm sure. Because I just know they I have a nice restaurant
1: and freaking gambits are like, can I eat here? Not in my life, you fucking dirty <laughs> Cajun
2: mutie. <laughs> He's got hepatitis. He does. Oh, my goodness. His power is to skeeve you out. Uh, so you end up where Brutus is like, like I said, it's. Such a weird play for a guy To be this big bad And then just say you know what I was clearly ill prepared for this Usually these guys are like ooh i'm gonna get you but uh somebody just called and leaves like make an excuse he's like yeah you guys are I pretty forgot strong I ordered pizza guys i, I need to I, go I, get that <laughs> i gotta go and, and i know that you know the little caesars is gonna screw it up but still they can't be that bad he goes back <laughs> to the planet terrible they screwed it up completely uh but I he hasn't even started to make it i don't yet, even Brutus. like the way it says i see that now so pause i want black Adam. And, uh, no out. no i'm not pausing but he goes through this batman screaming because you know he's not actually doing something so he has to yell at them. Don't let him get away. Clark tries to go through and says, it's not letting me through. He goes out. Black Adam then says, "Get the hell out of conduct." Flies away, but turns back, almost like it was the end of a rom com. And he just said, "Superman, you get out of my life." But then he turns back, Eric, with the tear, and we go. Then I'm to telling the, you, the way that the Superman hall. has
1: been acting about this Black Adam, because he just did one nice thing in a, his own country. The way they look at each other now, I am shipping Black Adam. And Superman, I am too. This is like a weird thing because if Lois wants to move to Chicago Lois and live in a hotel count. room and stuff like that, well, they have an open relationship. Daddy Eric, over here's going to go get him
2: some. Seriously, I mean, they look back at each other, and they're like, uh, Superman, actually, you see, he whispers, is your mother's name Martha? Eyes. He wants the Martha connection, too. Like and, your daddy's oh, my God. Clark. Yeah, look at him. He's like, oh, my God. I want some of that power, Shazam. Holy moly. But, yeah, Batman shows up then because he's jealous. Hey, Clark, I'm here. And then they're going to look into that signature. Well, you go back to the Hall of Justice. I feel like he's just yelling Clark now to spite Superman because Probably. of the decision he made. He actually is like... He should have it at the end of every sentence. You know, like, hey, we got to go back to the Hall of Justice, Clark. I would, if I was Batman, I'd be so passive aggressive about the whole thing all the time. No, I would, too. <laughs> I would too. He walks in every time he walks in, you're watching the ID channel. Oh, I'm just watching the <laughs> ID channel there, Clark. Clark. What's up, Clark? Everything uh, yes. you want to tell me or the rest of the world today? <laughs> Clark. So you go back to the Hall of Justice, and now we got a hodgepodge of nonsense here at one point. because You mean Wally,
1: Barry, Barry West, Alan?
2: It's Barry, but he has red hair again. This happened at the beginning of a Superman run. You can, Man of Steel? You, no, it actually was Superman. I thought it was okay. Man of Steel. I went back. It's Superman number two. If you look at it where you have, at that point, maybe us shipping Barry and Clark because they're caressing each other. And that, if I remember right. But you end up with black you know, black canary bitch and hey, you know, Oliver's up to his nonsense again because he's a liberal and that's all that Bendis is gonna push. We yeah. should be doing more. Clark agrees. Then, hey, I think that if you know Superman agrees with me, then that would be great. Batman's like, "Who's the Superman guy?" I just see Clark. I just
1: love the idea that this guy who is talking about in the freaking Infinite Frontier, who's richer than Bruce Wayne now, and who is just an archer. We should be doing more, guys. Yeah, maybe you should be doing more, Ollie. Yeah,
2: I'd love it too. Where- <laughs> maybe
1: get a superpower or do something with your money. <laughs> Shut Canary. up over there, Black
2: Canary's like. Yeah, what, you want to show your identity to the world? He's like, whoa, 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 that would cause a lot of tax troubles. I ain't going to do that. Hey, 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 we opened up the timeline, baby. Everything matters.
1: I already did this.
2: So the big thing, though, is where they were fighting Brutus, Kendra's mace ended up activating the nth metal. ended up doing some wonky shit. And, again, oh, yeah. I think that maybe what we'll have is that that might be even the key. Remember, it was a map at one point, or she was, Erica, the wings. Her Remember wings. all that yeah, stuff? Yeah. And, but it was all the nth metal. I think that the combination of Naomi and that nth metal it just seems like things are just, you know, one plus one equals seven here. But this whole deal, they're trying to figure out how the nth metal reacted, why it did to that. And you have where Kendra's there. I Barry just want to says, know
1: what this world is that Naomi comes from, because for the most part, we've what we've described or has been described to us so far seems just to be another Earth where their crisis yeah. was this atmospheric yeah, problem that gave a bunch of people. There, right? But even when you have this whole idea, it's like, you know, Kendra is about to go smack Brutus with the mace and cuts him open the Superman goes in, the nth metal in her mace seems to be reacting to the stranger. Black Adam's like, good, let's use the moment. And you have Brutus. Wow. Okay. What's Whoa. that battle stick made out of? Battle stick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whoa, bro. What's that battle stick, dude? And so he sees all maces with it. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. They don't have maces there. <laughs> they don't. Like, have this is to- one
1: of those weird sliders moments where we have to figure out how the worlds are different. They don't have maces. I meant
2: they didn't have the rapper mace. There. No. That, that's why the world went bad. What a terrible Without world. Without mace, I, I don't want that world. I don't. Uh, so you end up where they're there and they're trying to figure out what's going on with the mace so barry possibly ends up saying is there more in the Thanagarian databases that i can look at he's and a scientist where- he has a lab coat he has a lab coat on i don't know why he does like, did they make fun of him when he comes he Ooh. just likes poc- hey everybody <laughs> professor <laughs> you know alan's here uh but you end up having kendra
1: because i oh, so got my computer banks here and me to have my lab coat on <laughs> the, the lab coat what an idiot
2: uh so he's looking into this and it looks like What's he's aquaman just, he's, doing he's, he's, he's eating turkey he's uh, a whole chicken. Man, he doesn't even have a shirt he didn't see the no shirt no shoes. shoes policy that's what i'm saying no no, no he's no dice that policy
1: he saw it and said it fuck it <laughs> no dice
2: he's there eating turkey uh so you have also why can't superman stand there why is he hovering what is he showing off Look at this asshole behind him. He's sterile. and plus his arms – I really arms- thought you were revealing your identity was going to ground you, Clark. <laughs> I see it's on the opposite. His arms are crossed. Like he's judging them all. Oh, look at you, surface people. Look I don't me. know if I trust any of Bendis' Justice League. I, I do not like non-hovering people in my league. Uh, and so you end up having that mention of Thanagon. That is just the surface level deal so that Kendra can say, I can make a call. Well, yeah, she is. She's not Thanagarian. This hold is on, a hold earthquake. on, hold on, There's more important
1: matters beyond the beyond the obvious idea that, Th- that Kendra is not Thanagarian and should not know more than she does about Thanagar just because she, she has to be reincarnation and stuff like that. that but and we don't even know how that works. Ever since no, the Hawkman we book. Don't. Where her previous incarnation of Shira Hall of Thanagar, the prime minister, the queen of Thanagar was then taken away, killed, and then brought back to the point where she would never like, you know, reincarnate into Kendra Saunders. Huge deal. No one's going to deal with, but she is human. But the biggest problem that you have here, I think that Aquaman is walking around and giving people plates, forks, and something to eat because in that one panel, <laughs> yeah, Dinah now Dinah has something to eat. Something.
2: <laughs> and it, it looks like, like a pile of dirt. I don't even know what that is. And he's got something coming out of his mouth. I have no Where'd idea. where she get that plate? I don't know. They just end up materializing. Thank also, God Kalex shows up, though. Well, Kalex, he might be onto it because maybe he made that and also dyed Barry's hair because now it's red. And the idea. This is our justice
1: now. We walk around. Kalex does all the work. We eat in and just freaking wear lab coats and dye our A hair. lab coat? Why does he have <laughs> It's so ridiculous. I think we should be doing more. You know what, Karina? I I think you might be right. We should be doing more. We
2: should be doing something. (laughs) They go back to the Hall of Justice. They're like, "Where's Barry? Oh man, he's not getting that lab coat. He demands respect with that lab coat. He comes out. Okay, everybody. Scientist. What what do you think now? I'm going to look into this. Superman's hovered around, judging everyone. Batman, at that point, just look at Batman. He's got his hands on that, you know, barrier there, looking out like. What the fuck he looks like me at the mall back in the day where i'd be like look down at things and doing different. shit yeah uh but yeah it ends up with we need to do more superman agrees the best part of this is these assholes never do more because they never get specific they're just doing that that's like the the virtual signaling of them we should do more i agree now let's eat turkey and we're well, too. The
1: idea, because we're, we're trying to establish what's going on, this cosmic or dimensional invader yeah. of Brutus and stuff like that. Ollie comes in, bitching about his own thing. And everybody <laughs> fucking puts what they're doing on the side because Ollie's bitching about something like, by the way, as a rule, when Superman agrees with me, I don't care about anyone else. <laughs> Match did. acquired. Kalex. <laughs> that's Batman. Like, I am Kalex, the Kryptonian yeah, AI what? construct running Superman's Fortress of Solitude. I'm like, I didn't answer your life story, Kalex. What you got? <laughs> hey,
2: Kalex, a little less talk. Here, buddy, we don't need an introduction here. You know, do you hear any of us Green do Arrow this? Was
1: talking about you? Maybe you need to do more because every time no. I ask you a question, you got to
2: tell me who he you are. He needs to do less. They're going to be be in the middle of an attack. He's like C3PO, that asshole. They're going to call to him. Kalex, stop this. I am Kalex. Kryptonian cyborg relations. Holy moly. Get Barry's lab coat. We got to figure shit out, (laughs) Kalex. I am Kalex, the Kryptonian AI. And yeah, he has the signature. He has the signature. And they've only seen it one other time. This also is very, very odd to not have. Batman recognized it right away and also it was pointed out by Rocky that Superman would have probably known this as well right off the bat especially what they would have been dealing with recently but they end up because you want to throw Kalex into the mix and get him his introduction he ends up, Why you know, Why is in the Hall of Justice doing this work? I don't know. It, because all that shit that went down in the, the Fortress of Solitude, he wants to get his ass out of there. I have no idea. He shouldn't be there. He's tired of
1: moving is what it is. I'm yeah, in the freaking, right. you know, the Arctic Circle. I'm in the Bermuda Triangle. Back in the Arctic, Arctic. Circle. Yeah. I'm going, back. I'm going to Washington, he, D.C. I'm going to stay there for a while. He
2: saw the shit that went down in that, you know, f- winter's whatever. getting rid of forever winter with those, winter's cr- end. with those crystals underneath. He doesn't need that shit That. You know, so he's there, but yeah, he ends up saying, Hey, the only other person we've ever seen with the signature is. A girl named Naomi. Do you remember a young woman named Naomi McDuffie? What? You mean the, the one from two what, days ago? Yeah, is, I remember The her. idea that
1: K-Lux asked that, that's not the ridiculous part. The ridiculous part is for some reason, Black Adam knows that.
0: Yeah, he does. Because
1: yeah. at the end, we go to Port Oswego where Naomi's showing off her powers to her friends. All of a sudden, we got <laughs> Black Adam
2: showing up out of nowhere. Damn right, Naomi bro. McDuffie, you know a why? word to He knows shit. He doesn't have to put a
0: lab coat on.
2: <laughs> He's kick-ass. And I guess they're, they're probably going to say that this- I'm telling you, they're going to say that this dimensional energy and what she has is going to somehow be connected to yeah, the he freaking, the rock freaking rock wisdom? Of freaking, I'm and, I was going to say the wisdom of Solomon, yeah. but he doesn't have the wisdom no. of Solomon. It's another Egyptian guy. Yeah, I don't yeah, recall. yeah. He, I think that he's just going to end up having some nonsense connection to this power. But you end up where she is. Black
3: she, <laughs> She's
2: in Puerto Rico at the moment. And she's doing tricks and things for the YouTubes and the Grams. And you end up where Brian Michael Bennett says, Ooh, I gotta. Is she stepping out with I, sideways? I gotta talk. Yeah, I'm gonna talk like the kids where the one friend, oh, that's crazy pants. I also like the idea that half of these kids we haven't seen in so long. There they are hanging, but we do get our. I best don't know. Friends. I'm looking
1: here because I always go with you know what Captain Marvel, Shazam's yeah. powers are. But like you know, we have Black Adam, the stamina of Shu, yeah. the swiftness of Horus, mm-hmm. the strength of Amon, yep. the wisdom. Okay, the wisdom of Zahudi. Oh. So that that's what he used right there. Zahoudi. The wisdom of
2: Zahudi. Okay. Naomi Zah- McDuffie. Zahudi. All right, we we got the Zahoudi. genius level intellect. Yeah, he's taking he the shit out. Well,
0: he did take that. I K-Lex. think that it's
2: going to be something. He's like, I don't know. I I could tell the vibrations of the polarities, but he ends up going there. The problem is in this is that what we saw in Future State coming back, and what we've even seen in the future, uh, the Infinite Frontier, and then this, this would have been a cool thing of thinking, oh my God, Black Adam is going to do something bad, but we don't have that opinion. Also, knowing no. that he's going to be on the team, so yep. you realize that that would have been a cool cliffhanger if it's like, oh my God, Black Adam's going to beat the shit out of a girl. I don't understand. But we know Once that he's not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, he's an old guy, Eric. Right? It's back in the day. You end up, though, where you know that he's trying to be better and things like that, or at least it's pushed. So it's not as good of a cliffhanger, especially with that long Whatever, and man. I'm actually, superman
1: I, I am sitting here shipping superman black adam at the end of this just League issue i really i'm sorry it's a great cliffhanger because i need to know next issue how black adam figured this well, shit out we'll
2: see if we get that is Remember, he standing up to the hall of justice with a glass listening maybe, in there a <laughs> the glass there uh bendis isn't great at giving answers so, so we'll told see. Me to do this. and it's funny when superman does look you ended up saying that he used I say used his x ray vision still. You say supervision. I say it because he looked into his heart, Eric, is what he saw. I use the x ray vision. But, you know, th- the story is long. The story is okay. I mean, you get everybody, and and this is a Bendis thing. Everybody gets a little moment. Batman the really is
1: okay for Naomi
2: season it's two, just, but this one, I need to have a Justice yeah, and, League and, book
1: where the characters feel like the Justice like League. Like I said,
2: at, like there's Aquaman. He gets to get away with sharks, like that's his moment. But these are always surface level moments. They Walking don't. They don't end up at Shoeless Joe Jackson. You don't end up giving enough of a story when you're concerned about giving them these little moments, Oliver walking. That's why in. Superman's over
1: because Walker man's walking
2: around with no shoes on. Yeah. That's disgusting, right? He's, <laughs> he's not getting no flip fun. Later on, he's going like to, yeah, really. the sh- the yeah, you're going to look gym. Batman has flip flops on. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, but yeah, you, you just, you end up with a decent enough start, but not enough. Because and I really enjoy the, the book. Doesn't have enough space to tell. The little teeny stuff like he's too Concerned with these side things like I don't like hard candies (laughs) I just don't get it and so At the end yeah I like the art and I I Like the beginning I'm looking to see How he puts you know Naomi in. hopefully it's not too forced But it seems like it will be but I hope that We get more characters now I said to you before even recorded i think all this nonsense with oliver is just going to continue because it's going to lead to him going off into the checkmate book and i think that's going to be him you know what you guys don't do enough i'm now going to go in a super spy deal and do the right thing and and whatever he goes off with then but we do continue green arrow is
1: just here as a tool to put him in the checkmate and make
2: it a way to make sense because it was pushed aside for so long That's what he always does. He puts these characters. It's not his character, but he's going to use this to push him off to his checkmate book. That He only ever has got an eye on the prize, Eric, but also an eye on every other book he's writing to try to get. And even then, how many times do we end up in that? When when are we going to get the Wonder Twins show up? And it's going to infuriate me. And then we're going to like this nonsense. Well, and they are interns. They here, are because of him and this nonsense. So we're going to end up having the stuff. And he wasn't even that's the point. He wasn't even doing a Justice League book. But yet he was still able to force shit onto the Justice League then through his other books. I don't Look, understand. I'm just waiting to
1: see when Harley Quinn's going to come over and hang
2: out with everybody like we saw from his books. Maybe. Maybe that'll <laughs> be soon. I don't know. But yeah. And Brutus, though, I don't know. Feels just like his same standard deal. I'm looking forward to seeing if if he develops that a little more. Um, but Who develops that? I need him to develop his entire world that Naomi is from. You know, I need him to develop anything here except this, you know, deal. But there wasn't really that much of that infuriating dialogue. There's some no. things, but not as much as usual. But I think that he likes to. Dial that back like that's his way of getting You in and then he hits you hard because I'm saying Before issue five or six we're Going to get those damn legion first pages With Naomi and eight Million more legion first pages that's Every book he did that's what I'm saying now it seemed To start with the legion Legion. and then it pushed In I think that we're going to get that soon And then I'm just that puts me in a a Sour mood it does but we End up going next to the Justice League dark backup and most people Who read this book said that They like this more than the the first story I like it enough it does have the things that you know kind of get me upset with v 's writing where he gets a little flowery I he gets a little wordy and he does a lot with narration boxes instead of actually having people do things or say things and you said it Merlin's describing just what he's doing and you just well, kinda wanna get him, on what with we're
1: it. Seeing, I'm like, there was a woman in the water. She held the sword to pretend like yeah, I know, she's standing right there, yeah, dude. And well, the listen. idea that we're just gonna go in here and kill the knight who's like, you know, who's uh, holding on to Excalibur. I'm like, I'm gonna melt down Excalibur, I'm gonna take the gem out of this because I'm gonna be doing Merlin things. Fine, dude, let's go and talk to Constantine and Zatan. I got you. Merlin is back, you've been away for a while, you're here to do the fucking Merlin business. Let's
2: get going. Yeah, with and the even, story. even that it's like this weird, like basically this first five pages of ten. Is Merlin walking through a hall, going no, through no, 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 another no. hall, go, go, and then going, going through to a the big thing. pool? And he's going describing through, it. That's the thing. Is,
1: we're going to a church right yeah. now. He's just back for the first time. Inside, he walks through a different, more familiar priory. <laughs> it's ruined <laughs> really halls, rare. returned somehow to their former glory by his magic. Has been so long since he was last here that he was forgotten the very guardians he placed in the halls. I mean, there's little red devil's I a yeah. They are undone with a mere gesture. Oh, I got you. The smoke that's here. Yeah. For yeah. a moment, he is amused at how quaint his magic used to be. <laughs> like he that. continues to the inner himself. sanctum. Oh, how quaint? Look at <laughs> and me. And then down into the catacombs, past the buried dead, to a set of stairs, ancient, older than everything else <laughs> in this resurrected place. <laughs> he can feel the thrumming um, magic, even here, growing closer with each step of his descent. Uh, I, wish,
2: My, I wish I had it, the it dramatic piano air. If you get me. Yeah, it does. It goes on and on. Now. With that, it didn't really throw me off. A lot of times I'll start getting tired when I read it, but I, I was, you know, it's an, it's the first thing. So I'm like, okay, Merlin, all right, yeah, he's badass. You know, we saw this future state stuff. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, this girl, I'm like, yeah, kind of like the, uh, you know, Indiana Jones there. She's there protecting it, you know. She made the wrong choice by protecting Merlin. It kind of works there, and he puts his hand through her and whatnot, but you don't expect anything more. I, I was ready for that right away. And then he ends up, what a cool thing is, you, you have the idea where, The fanciness is it's Excalibur, but it's not Excalibur. It has many names. I'm like, just get to it. And then when he draws it out of the stone, it is a cool twist that he's not after the sword. He's after the gem. That's a pretty cool little deal there. But you've wasted a lot of time getting to there and setting up the idea that you have, you know, a devil and an angel that are going to come in these prophecies and this one band during the performance the girl started singing in ancient Sumerian oh God, whatever I would have been like who am I getting activated here I'd run out of that concert that would scare I, the I shit like out the of me. I do the idea
1: that this whole thing that this for like uh character prophesied this, you know an archangel coming at this point where the devil comes stuff like that and people laughed him off for the most part but it was created by a cult and this was there centuries and centuries ago but then the whole thing is during the 1980s or was in 1994 or whatever it was yeah. he said there was grunge. a band member at this one boy a grunge Joss. member talking to Joss talking Joss. about this whole thing talking about this whole idea of this prophecy that coincided at the same place this Cthulhu character talked about centuries before that so the idea like of normally
2: quatrains eric
1: quatrains uh, i don't know what a quatrain is you
2: remember that band Schwefelstadt? do you remember them you know because that's the worst name ever i did a lot of drugs in the 90s that's the worst (laughs) name ever i I can't even pronounce it they're like hey you want to go to the schweefelstadt that you don't deal i'm like Oh, what the hell you, do I have to wear clogs I don't even understand that And uh it was funny though because I'm like Is he just saying that like in the 90s Like during the grunge deal people just listen To anything
0: <laughs> these people it's are going true. nuts
2: Right yeah and also I thought What is this band probably sounds like that Effervescence or whatever that band is What's that band like? Yeah that's what they probably sound Like right I'm down with that but yeah, just So you think a grunge band from 1994 Sounds like a band from the 2000s It's, it's, it's a girl singing They probably stole the stuff from Schwefelstadt And that's where this is really Ram trying to expose this Is that they were the original You didn't have a lot of grunge women singers So I'm going to say it It sound like that, Aaron uh, And unfortunately, going back to there She still couldn't save Kurt Cobain it Sounds there. like whole. Still couldn't save eh, I don't know She looks more, eh, maybe Maybe, but that's the thing. Was Kurt also writing her songs? Eric, oh my God, that's a diss, Eric. So we end up there where they go to this cradle farm road. <laughs> I'm telling you, at this point, I was almost out, but you said it. Once Constantine and Zatanna show up, it gets really oh, good. Talking
1: about the, the like the idea that Constantine is back. He's still Constantine, but he does care about Zatanna yep. and the grief that everybody feels about losing Wonder Woman off the Just League Dark team and stuff like yep. that and trying to get away. It's pretty much at just At least somebody's referencing
2: along. it, right? Exactly,
1: Boom. and we're talking about this because even the idea that they show up trying to end this whole thing, this prophesied doomsday uh, thing out in this middle of this farm out of nowhere, and they get there, and I think Constantine for the most part was just trying to get her away and get her mind off things, but when they show up and the farm is burning and you have two rival faction cults who are taking up arms against each other, one led by an archangel, one by a demon, like – that All sounds right. like no, a, a screenplay that you wrote back control, in the day, yeah. Eric.
2: That's what yeah, the yeah, one yeah, thing you told me about. Uh, I, I, I laughed a bit, though, is that they go through, what, they probably in the back of this truck for hours upon hours going there, and it's only when they're getting out that Satana says, why are we hitchhiking in this pickle? Like, why didn't you ask that? Because then Constantine says, I thought that maybe it would give us a chance to talk. Well, what were you doing in these hours? Like, they must not, they're propelling, just I want to see that scene where they're saying shit. They're just sitting there. Then when they well, stop, I
1: wish during that time we would have been able to talk about why Satana's powers don't work anymore. And yeah. I do want to know that because at least they set up. Because Constantine's like, do a spell, make them stop. I, I can't. I'll explain it. Or can you do something? And he's all pissed off because yeah. he actually has to just cut himself open and ruin a watch that he really likes to stop time.
2: The, the only thing that I could think of is that you start off with Merlin, he gets that gem, and then they prominently show the gem on the choker deal or the necklace that Satana has. And maybe uh, she has lost some of the power because Merlin has already started taking it. That's kind. just the aside of me making things up in my head with that. But I like that that happened because, yeah, Constantine and and Ram V writes a really good Constantine. He really does. The idea where Constantine says, oh, shit, I really like this watch. Like he's still bitching and moaning about the watch when he has to do this to stop time. He ends up cutting himself, bleeding and then smashing it. It's pretty cool. Reggie would have liked that. He always likes to see those, you know, things that they do, those little rituals that he said that Constantine should always do one of those each issue. And when you do have this, though, you're trying to figure out what's going on. And then we get back, though, to this, you know, narration of those people saw the angel and then they lost their sight and they went this and that and it gets a little heavy handed again. Tr-
1: no, I'm saying I really do enjoy this because we had Jason Blood being killed before by the upside down. Well, then down he shows man, up and it gets him to from be in Hester my mind. Again.
2: Then it becomes gold again. I'm just well, saying the that, thing that one is page. because we
1: have this bit here where we're talking about the prophecy about one sect believed that this you know, what that would come from hell would be a weapon of hell while other people believed it would be an archangel bringing the gift of heaven and stuff like that. So when they do culminate here with both these factions who believe that whatever prophecy he is which and what the true meaning of it is they were both right and they freaking yeah. were driven mad by the you know the real visage of the angel and the demon start fighting each other but what they were there was to create the the weapon of hell and the gift from heaven it's all one thing it's jason blood yeah, who is here blood, to hopefully so. save the day against merlin who ha- he has a long connection with
2: and we have that future state deal where he ends up joining him and, yeah. and that sort of thing in the background of if we ever so get Blood to that So Jason Blood is
1: reborn here yeah, through an awesome like when prophecy. We're bringing Bert Merlin back and all this other stuff to deal with magic. And it's a it's a strong story right out of the gate with what they're doing It
2: here. is. I like Jason Blood there. And again, you end it up – It should not be a backup to this book though. It should be its own thing. And it should
1: be really cool.
2: Well – there's issues with sales, is what the problem was. I, oh, I, I Well, I ended up... Um, but nothing
1: we have dealt with in Just League Dark, even with the upside-down man, Hecate and all that, even bringing Wonder Woman, this feels more, like,
2: bigger yeah, for Dark. a Just League Dark book than
1: anything we've dealt with in the past two years. And
2: uh, the way that sales are going now and, and stuff like that, looking at sales numbers, it's so off. They actually just released or just ended up on Comicron having the October sales. Those are the most recent ones. And I was looking through those last night, and yeah JLD was not selling well at all it was one of the lower books so i i ended up and you end up going down like yep that's why that got canceled yep that's why that's not coming back so maybe what they're hoping justice league the book even with bendis and i don't know if if dc you know puts a blind eye to the idea that a lot of people hate bendis because the justice league huge book i hope that what they're thinking people will at least give it a shot maybe if this justice league dark continues to be good You're going to have a fan base built up, and then you can end up bringing it back as this own book once you get that. But I think they are saying, you know, basically it didn't sell before, and, and we don't think that keeping the same writer, all that will do anything. But maybe some people just never read it because they didn't, it wasn't their thing. Like somebody like me, I do like this start. Uh, but it wouldn't be a book that i would buy normally maybe you know it'll hook me in i also saw just as an aside we were bitching and moaning a lot about the whole suicide squad by tom taylor not getting good sales numbers right yeah and people would bitch oh we i want this i went that the sales from october were so bad and it was issue number 10 that's when some real big stuff was happening it's a penultimate at, issue, yeah and nobody bought it at all it was like Fourteen or something, it's like really, and there's more people that bitch and moan that it got canceled than were actually buying that book. But just an aside of the the sales of it, maybe like I said, they just didn't want to get rid of it because ram v doing some good stuff. So maybe this is almost like sending him back to the minors, right? He's going to work on a swing, he's going to get things in tune then, and when he gets back up to the majors, gets a big book, there'll be more people to buy it. Hopefully. That uh, and the pandemic will be over and people can actually yeah. get back to the comic stores more, like, you know, easier. Well, with that, October was the best-selling month of uh, comics in, like, 20 years, they said. So people are buying comics right well, now. It it's crazy. You know, they said, they <laughs> said that people are going out the wazoo with the comics with that. So uh, – but with that, what did you give this?
1: I ended up giving this entire issue a 6.5 out of 10 because while there are things here I like, especially the JLD backup – it's not enough for the whole issue for like yeah. the whole thing with the Just League because the Just League falls flat in my mind. While I think things could be cool going forward, what we have going forward right now from what I see like – I'm saying it could be cool, but from what I see right now – it's a Naomi vehicle that freaking Bendis is using to try to hype up his own character using the just League name. And that really just kind of, you know, takes my, the flavor of the whole just League away from me from what I want it to be, especially with a new, you know, cast of characters joining the team. I love that you get none of that here. They just kind of show up and stand around in fucking lab coats with the wrong hair. Yeah. Yeah. And with
2: that, the other character that's the most developed, it seems is green arrow, which we think that it's to set him up for checkmate. So it's just setting things up and you're, Here's the deal. We, we like to go into each book as a clean slate, things like that. But I'll admit that a lot of times Bendis, just for me to get fully in, he's he's got to show me that he's not going to do the same bullshit. And he's showing me he's going to do the same bullshit that throws me off. But overall, I'm going to match your 6-5. I did like that backup. I do tend to drift a little i drift a little when you end up having Ram V get a little too wordy and and oh, God, the narration I, I, boxes, but I really do like that because
1: the Merlin stuff was rough i admit I right there with you but as soon as constantine showed up and i actually Man, saw this whole idea I like of the seeing prophecy jason what blood. they want all good stuff like old stuff right there
2: with that you get a i mean jason blood that's big that's real big and so it's weird that that's the biggest thing that happens in this in the backup of a justice league book and uh yeah, well, I'm now at this forward. point, I need to know how Bobo gets attached to Etrigan. Yeah, and we'll see if we, – again, what's really the, the sad part is a lot of the stuff that we like and see, we're thinking is going to get averted. At some point, but now I think that it won't. It'll just be one of those like, well, maybe things will change. Everything matters, Eric will say, and stuff like that. But well, Black I'm Adam
1: is back, this. and he has he is magic as hell in my mind. So maybe he can do something to jump to like this to a, to a way that doesn't destroy all magic users in the and long again, And actually, I know that'll be the case too because the thing is, he needs magic people to beat the unkindness in the future, and he can't have Merlin screwing everybody yeah, up and to the fucking so, Skyland.
2: So though with that, when they do avert it and gather an army and do whatever. At the end, when they say so, was that awful future averted? And then Black Adam's like, some of it. Would you get mad? Which That's one? Ends, you know, it's just like, I don't know. You know, some of the stuff might still stay. You're a four, one man's trash man. is another man's treasure. <laughs> That's what they'll just do one man's trash is another man's wardrobe. But that is Stop the end garbage. of the first section there with that one book. And yeah, I'm still. This doesn't get me down enough to say, oh man, you know, I hate this and whatnot. And I. I'm trying to remain positive with all these books because a lot of them are hitting for me really good. So I'm still looking forward to seeing and just hoping that Bendis proves us wrong. I really do. But I don't know, because the other thing we, we say a lot, he has too many characters, right? We think that here already. But the other thing that people will say and give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt, he has too many books. That's what we heard all the time. Well, he doesn't now. So let's see what he does here. Hopefully he'll be able to do something with this one book and until he has seven million again and forces his way on the things. But with that, we'll stay positive here. We're positive guys.
0: Shout in the head And now we in pain You just messed up Dick's brain. <laughs>
2: In this next section of books, I figured I have one last shot at playing that ever. And so I took it, Eric, there. And I did say in the song that I'll be back in the next run. Then this isn't the next run. Uh, It should be. It should Should be a new number one, but it is not. It is Nightwing number 78, written by Tom Taylor, art by Bruno Redondo, Adriana Lucas, and Wes Abbott. Tom Taylor starts his run on Nightwing uh, by establishing the character and giving him a new status quo and a pet to boot. And a dog, Eric. Boom! This is a quick read. (laughs) This is a quick read that sets up the villains for the story coming up and overall felt like a rebirth issue for Dick Grayson and his fans. But as we all know, rebirths don't often end up right at DC. So... We could all be worried about that, but still, hopefully, this will work out better than it did for Wally West. And you hear a lot of people talk about Wally, and oh man, you're still shitting on Wally. Oh, Wally, he gets the worst. Dick Grayson has really been screwed over for a long, long while. And now that we end up, yeah, Rick Grayson for over two years. Even before that, you like that Judge story? I mean, the book ended up not feeling like one of the big books. And to Grayson, Nightwing, it's a big character. Uh, And it kind of just was even the idea. Ben Percy quits because they end up shooting him in the head. Then it went through a plethora of, of writers. Nobody really seeming to hit very well, ending with Dan Jurgens, who pretty much did nothing but coast until he was allowed to have Nightwing being back to dick grayson well then we start off here we had a couple issues after the joker war but we were done and i'm saying all that i was still trying to enjoy what we could we like the idea of the nightwing squad we like b we like that stuff enough you, you try really to grab the dick stuff that you can
1: see here that's good out of this tremendous freaking train wreck that was rick grayson yeah
2: yeah and so with this uh a lot of people Either love or you know like it, love it, whatever. But a lot of people are saying, "Oh man, there's no story, whatnot." Well, first off, hopefully this is a long run, and we'll get to that. But I do like reestablishing the character. We're going to hear from Eric that some of the reestablishment he needs a little more explanation for, especially with the villains. The there is some splaining to do. But opening up this, and, and I'm a Dick Grayson fan, a Nightwing fan, and opening up and having this first scene where I'm a dummy, I did not know this was Barbara. So you end up where there's a kid getting bullied that seriously looks like Superman. (laughs) <laughs> like he's getting the crap kicked out of a little Superman guy. And uh, from these bullies, that's explain some people they Shelton have. Shelton Lyle you know, and his goons. Yeah, and Shelton Lyle and his goons are just jerk. They're, they're privileged kids. So, as again,
1: we, as Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon are young kids, Dick has just been adopted by Bruce Wayne. Barbara Gordon and her father, Captain Gordon, pretty much have just come from Chicago yeah. here. You know, this is the beginning of their time in Gotham City as a mainstay. They were young kids. Barbara's trying to do the right thing to stop Shelton and his goons from beating up this, this little nerdy kid. Dick's doing the same thing because these are born heroes. How long in your mind is it going to be until Shelton Lyle, this goon whose father is a rich guy, and so Shelton has pretty much been given everything his entire life and never been told no, so he thinks he can do stuff like this. How long now that he's been established as a child now to is Dick he and up? is he going to be the bad guy coming up?
2: It'll come up. It'll come up pretty quick. But Yeah, you're doing this, and that's Tom Taylor – does some things pretty cool where yeah you look at this as just oh my god that was barbara oh and then you'll end up forgetting about this kid and then he'll show up exactly but the thing
1: what i want is because you know dick and barbara are taking on this guy that nobody takes on because he's never been told no he feels like he deserves whatever he wants to do He, he it's all his because his daddy's always given him everything and is a big man about town I do want them to do the reversal where you have the expectations like I just laid out there because they named this guy and like it's somebody from Dick's past where they always come back and they're bad guys. I want this to be the change where maybe he he'll comes be back. Flash
2: Thompson. Oh not, you know, no, 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 like Ex- that. No, that no he yeah, comes exactly. Back. I didn't know what you meant at first. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Yes, he learned his lesson at this point and realized that nothing is. Awesome disp- and I want him to be somebody that like you know has changed his ways as an adult that Dick can be friends with now, even though he came from a you know obviously a privileged past, but somebody who now works with you know like, people in it would need be or something. Awesome on if this
2: becomes his Gordon. You know, that he ends up where this guy ends up being something and he ends up helping him and whatnot. That would be a pretty cool. Twist because, no, no, so Boda's hot for his meat or whatever. Warm, <laughs> warm for my for, form. Warm for his form. Uh, so when they go off, it is funny though, because you are expecting by the end of the issue, we want to introduce the new commissioner and, and it's him and whatnot, but it's not yet. So we'll see what's going on. But speaking of a Marvel. Deal, Like I said, Flash Thompson, Dick Grayson, think he's Wolverine or something. Look at that jump. How is he jumping into this crowd like he's Wolverine there? But I like also what Tom Taylor does because a lot of times with these fights and things like that, you you want to up your character so much, but you, you can't do that all the time. And he does end up getting beat up a bit. And I, I do like seeing After that. After breaking that his nose in. as far as yeah, I'm really. I mean, well, also, his teeth are flying. He just activated his dental plan. But it does show – the stakes that were at hand he's jumping in if he ends up taking care of the goons and all these guys and whatnot it's not going to feel as big as him going in and doing this and it says the one thing and a lot of people were mad and i ended up arguing and talking with people on comic well. roundup in the you know, me, and in the user reviews where they were saying like the idea where after this alfred says you know hey i know that bruce doesn't want you to be a hero without the outfit on uh, but you have to watch out and whatnot, but you're a really good kid, and you know some heroes don't wear masks and capes and cowls and things like that. And they're like, Bruce Wayne's a good guy, or whatever. No, no, no. It says earlier that Bruce told him to keep a low profile. Exactly. He doesn't need that extra shit going on here when they are involved in what they're involved with. So that's all that is about. But it does set up the idea of Batman – Yeah, it's his father. He adopted him. He's not around much. He really isn't. And instead of having Batman, and I think Tom Taylor might go a little bit too far by the end, something that you mentioned to me that you didn't really love, the idea that Alfred calls him son in a letter because that does push out. Bruce. Well, no, a the little. thing
1: is, no, it's not even that. It's just, it seems like a weird dynamic just because when, I, it's, and it's a personal thing, obvious, uh, honestly, but when you have the bat family, Bruce is the, like the patriarch of the bat family. Everybody that we talk about, who's a part of the bat family, in my mind, maybe your mind are like the sons of Bruce Wayne, whether it's Dick, Jason, Tim, like, you know, Babs. Well, that doesn't work, but Damien or Duke, all of these characters like you think she of She's on Bru- the
2: painting. Eric. You think so of you think of Bruce
1: being the father and also yeah. like you know Alfred obviously but the thing is like Alfred calling him son it threw me off first just cuz I don't think about that dynamic for the most part like that but when it's not concerning Bruce Wayne but Alfred is the father of everybody else including Bruce Wayne you know he would call son to Bruce and Dick and stuff like that because he was the one who raised them whether or not Bruce was his legal guardian at that like. point you know Alfred was his father
2: and you're setting up, like I said, the status quo of Dick Grayson. You're showing people who maybe not have read any Nightwing or anything like that or even Dick Grayson, especially the wreck. It's been in a while. But you do show that Alfred was always there. And Alfred did end up being a teacher. Yeah, Batman made him Robin. They go out. They do their thing. But, but Alfred you know, made him real. And I always say <laughs> that the heart of the Bat family is Dick Grayson. Kind of as Alfred, and without Alfred around, it's actually very obvious with it. Now, with that, Dick Grayson to me is the glue. Maybe Alfred's the glue. I don't know, (laughs) but it's one of those things that Alfred, this ends up, you know, elevating Alfred a bit up there but does show you that a lot of times bruce wasn't around and he wasn't i like that i like establishing that
1: i could read current damian wayne books and know that bruce
2: isn't around no well no just read you know tom king's whole run (laughs) the bat family's in like three issues uh but you end up having that where there's the fighter then there's the guy the lover and alfred really likes the you know the person that dick grayson is and really you know wants to tell him all the time that he is a good guy and in the back of your mind, this isn't, you know, the all-star Batman and Robin or anything, but you get the idea that Bruce is not really there at that point to tell Dick how great he is and whatnot because he is training and things He's like that. He's doing stuff, so, yeah, I do like, stuff. Batman stuff, but also even when they're together, Batman isn't one to say – Hey, you know, you're really good, Robin. This is awesome.
1: He's not going to tell Dick that he's doing good. He's going to tell Robin no. he's doing good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And even then, I think he's always worried that if he tells him too much, they'll get soft. I mean, that's just how he is. And so I really like that scene. This is a very quick moving issue. And even the reveal when they're fighting and then the the police show up and you end up like Shelton sir. Well oh, that's man, the thing, I trouble. didn't realize that was Babs at first either until it. you
1: have, you know, her father, Captain Gordon, show yeah. up because the police show up during Such this little rumble. Moment, I think my father's gonna believe me over you, Shelton.
2: Yeah yeah oh it's awesome like let's ask him huh, dad and i'm like oh that's barbara and i love that 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 opening was so good and showed them having a bond even that leads to a bond when you end up having you know gordon drive dick back to the the mansion she's like oh my god is is this a castle he's like no well kind of (laughs) kind of is like and and you have netflix that'd be great you have the cables but he ends up going in thinking he's going to be in trouble but Batman's not there, and then you have that little conversation where, and even then, Dick's doing the the dishes, and was like, "That's my job." Eh, I like doing uh, with you and whatnot. When that comes to play, I still don't understand
1: why we need a butler. Pay you to do these things because we shouldn't have to pay someone to do our dishes.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and because this is Dick, in, in a subtle way, this is the way that Tom Taylor's writing this that you can see. In my like, mind, oh, he
1: traveled around the country in a freaking yeah. trailer,
2: and it's just. You know he's not used to this yet, and and he's a good kid because of that. So he's doing that. It's not like and then he went back to the mansion, and he did. It's all through seeing it, and it's it's done really well.
1: Well, that's the Again. thing is about this with Dick Grayson. I love the direction that we're yeah. taking Dick Grayson with all this the way he feels, the way he talks, and everything with actually anything dealing with the Bat Family as a whole, whether it's Alfred, Dick, or Babs. Even when she comes to Bloodhaven to talk to Dick about you know what Alfred left. All of this stuff, really good stuff, I have no problem with. It is the heart of the book. It's the strength of the book. It's just every little thing going around that, you know, get to our main story, it just feels a little forced at times and unanswered to me.
2: Now, the thing about it is you go to a scene that might be a little over the top. I mean, you have these kids. They look like frat guys, maybe even high school football players. They have their jackets on. And they're kicking a three legged dog around Bloodhaven. Puppy. And the the only thing it is over the top. It is. I mean it, it seems Look, as the if it's even if this whole be thing. A thing.
1: When you have these, these frat boys or lettermen, whatever you want to call them, just going around trying to kick a dog and getting their jollies off, beating a freaking three legged puppy, it's bad enough. You have just made these guys the worst people ever. These might as well be fucking Nazis from current mind states, kind of way things are. You have established they're bad guys. And I'm like, I'm going to say I'm fine with that. It's awful. But this gives you perfect reason for Nightwing to come in. You, you, normally I'd have a, a quip here when this, but you people disgust me so much. What the hell is wrong? <laughs> This is all perfect. I'm telling you, I like the way the story works because you do have pieces of shit that go and do stuff like that. But when their response to Nightwing giving them guff about beating a three-legged puppy is, the guy pulls out a, a gun in front of Nightwing and then is going to shoot the, do- the puppy in the head in front of Nightwing. I'm like, you've taken things too far right now I, because I think that was, what is this?
2: I think that what he's doing, and even with this Shelton at the beginning, and then even when we get to blockbuster, it seems more of a grounded, you know, realistic take. I think that what he's doing is showing you that Bloodhaven, first off, they're awful. Yeah, have Nightwing say this and says, you no know, guess. this whole deal. But I think, yeah, really. But I think that what he's really doing is showing you, like, if this would have been a book that's in Gotham, you might have run into a kid dressed up as a clown, run around, slicing, and that wouldn't have felt so forced. I think that you're showing that just normal people in Bloodhaven. That, that is me. more of a realistic thing of people are just over the top awful here without being dressed up and running around and doing you know, Look, Joker talks the, the and thing things is, like that. The thing is, what it's that. showing
1: me right off the bat with what Tom Taylor's saying about Nightwing is that yes, he might be the hero of Bloodhaven but nobody cares about him, doesn't take him seriously because no, they they're don't. willing to pull a freaking gun out right in front of him They go shoot a dog in front of him and aren't worried about. It. Not even like if you're in Gotham City you might have some asshole going around kicking a dog. Batman's going to show up. That person is going to pull out a gun and try to kill Batman because they're afraid of him. Down. No one's afraid of Nightwing here, apparently.
2: No, well, they're not. But he actually even referenced that he's been gone for a while. They're Has going he? with that idea. Well, we know he hasn't. There's he's been, been like four a cab of them with grease paint. Uh, but I think that even those four—I mean, you're going to include Zach. You, you would draw a, a paper Zach's been in the hospital at Zack, he's going to get a paper cut, <laughs> and they're going to have to put him in traction. I think that that's kind of showing you that they aren't afraid right now. Everybody's—it is over the top. I mean, for them to pull out a gun to shoot this puppy and not actually point it at Nightwing who's there to beat the crap out of him is very odd. But I think that it's trying to show you that Dick has been gone for a while as Rick and all that stuff. People are running rampant and the city is going insane. And he's showing it it is a little bit too far, but then it it goes to something pretty cool where – you know, Dick beats the shit out of him. We want him oh, to yeah. beat the shit out. Oh yeah, and you want him to guys.
1: beat. But even when you have Dick go and try to pet the puppy it's to make the puppy secure, it bites him. And he understands. Yeah, you've lived a hard life. And, and I, I like
2: that. That's actually a pretty good thing. I, I if it starts licking him in the face, I think it's too much because this is a dog but that just got the shit kicked out. When of him. he
1: goes off to the hospital and tries to get the, a vet appointment for the puppy, and he's thinking to himself, "I've always disliked bullies, and this city is run by them. I used to stand up to Blockbuster and all the other criminals, but I went away, and they got worse. I'm sitting here because we have Blockbuster." who in my mind is the greatest Nightwing villain of all time. He is his Joker, for his, not and his personality, but the, the status of the villainy. So we have Blockbuster back here. Roland Desmond, who we saw at the end of Tim Seeley's run of Nightwing, was tricked by Nightwing and given a serum so he could never become Blockbuster again. And he was a, a diluted version of the Blockbuster that we had in the 90s, and it was a new rebirth version, but... He was not that great, and he was ruined at the end of that series moving off of Tim Sealy's run, and here he is where apparently Blockbuster's been here the whole time and Dick hasn't done anything about it. It feels really weird.
2: Well, again, he couldn't do anything as Rick Grayson. I, I mean, he's saying that he was gone for a while. He didn't know what was going on, and the people have kind of risen up and done different things. Now, with that, the story over continuity, story over or continuity. the everything matters comes into play because this It's a weird conundrum if you you. remember
4: what
1: we had before with the rebirth Roland Desmond is he was all about Bloodhaven, didn't think, thought that Nightwing was a lousy transplant, didn't really care about the people of Bloodhaven like he did. He went and took on Tiger Shark and locked up Tiger Shark and took over the Marcus Casino and was going to use his whole like, you know, smarts and muscle of the Blockbuster Serum in order to take over Bloodhaven and make sure that everybody was taken care of and all the wrongs were righted and stuff like that. It went wrong. They ended up getting scrapped or screwed. Everybody ever ended up giving a bunch of people Blockbuster Serum and Orca had to create an antidote which then Nightwing, you know, we we made sure that everybody else, even Tiger Shark, was turned back normal. But we gave it to Roland Desmond so he could never become Blockbuster again. I need to start there about the idea of what happened to that Roland well, Desmond. Well, we're
0: going to see.
2: But again, with the timeline opening up, when you say everything matters and then you'll say, well, then that's what you're talking about. But this is more of a classic Blockbuster. Which I that love. is the better version. And like I said, you're a conundrum deal where you didn't really like that Blockbuster. I hated that Now ending. you're getting more of a classic one here. And so I think that there's going to be things in a lot of books that are like this that you may not ever get an explanation because it is like a rebirth of these characters and what happened and maybe – I but that's the not the only problem spot. that
1: I have here because we have the mayor being killed by, you know, Roland Desmond here, Blockbuster, yeah, because he's not performing the way he should. So we're going to have the next person brought in to become mayor, who's Melinda Zuko. And there was never a Melinda Zuko, even though we had Tony Zuko have a daughter who had the strained relationship that Dick was friends with in the New 52, Sony Zuko. And so, like, who is this daughter out of nowhere, which he didn't even have when he was in Chicago in the New 52? He had a small son.
2: Uh, again, I think that we end up seeing maybe Sonia at the end as well. I think that they may be together. I I don't recognize and they don't say the name of who they end up going back to and, and she talks to. But we may find out. He says, you know, you were there. You were estranged. We may find out that this is a daughter he didn't even have at one point. Whatever. We'll have to find out. That'll be something that comes down the line with that. And uh, and still, I think that what you're doing is setting up. If it's Sonia, then it kind of they already know each other. Well, and that and I'm like thinking. That. It just it feels off.
1: like we've done this idea already where we have the progeny of Tony Zuko, actually the daughter of Tony Zuko, who's going to go like, you know, Sony and, and Dick had a relationship, a strained one, but yeah. they like knew each other and stuff like that. And it was a big reveal when you found out that Sony was Tony Zuko's daughter. She had an assumed name for her last name. But this whole thing now, it almost feels like a rehash of that to a degree, but even to a worse degree, because she is a bad guy through and through who's taking over as the mayor for Blockbuster. Now, and I has her think it sights feels on Nightwing.
2: It almost feels like stuff to me, even because it looks like they're targeting Dick Grayson to kill, not, you know, without a relationship and things like that. And I'm sure that you're going to find out that she's going to blame something. We may find out that, you know, back and forth. Did Tony Zuko kill his parents? Was it we might get a new thing where he was set up, whatever, and that she blames him or maybe she thinks that maybe because with that idea where Blockbuster says, I talked to your dad, you know, he's a piece of crap, but he's not a liar. I think that's to set up that later they're going to find out that he said something. Hey, I wasn't the one who did it. I was set up, whatever. Maybe we have a new sort of status quo for that. But we'll have to see how that goes. But you end up where pretty much you see the blockbusters running. Bloodhaven. Oh, yeah. He's, he's back the police force, Bloodhaven. the mayors.
1: Every, he Very, has his hands in everything political yeah. to make sure that he is the top dog in Bloodhaven.
2: Yeah, and then you end up having... And this top dog is feared. This is a pit dog Oh, bull. my God. He's Or a chihuahua, because humongous. I fear both
1: those dogs. Yeah, really.
2: <laughs> and a combo would be great. Uh, you end up where Dick goes back to his apartment. That's a weird thing. A where he says hua hua. I, I own this whole block of apartments. That's something different than what we saw. Exactly. This is why it should be in number one, though. I agree. But it's I don't a completely know. This new may status be quo. Something that we find out when, when
1: you and, and I are talking before in the Nightwing series, when he had a weird freaking CrossFit thing that he couldn't pay for yeah, and was like working out of a junkyard. In the, and he's had, in the
2: junkyard. He time had no place that. to live.
1: Even when we we're in the New Fifty Two era, and he had to move to Chicago to do what he had to do, and was sleeping on somebody's couch because the person he had set up to have roommate had rented his. Room already and he was sleeping on that couch and had nowhere else to go. He's like talking about the idea that he used to have Wayne money and he owns an entire apartment block and gets the money of the people who own like rent the place from him, stuff like that. He's got property, he's got money, but we saw him struggling for so long. So the idea that we go from him, in my mind at least being at least, you know, six figures, maybe seven figures to a billion-escare almost kind of thing for this, Mike, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel for the way you had this set up that he was hurting for money to begin with.
2: Now, well, the, the problem I'm going to have with this, and I love this issue you'll, you'll hear at the end. I, I really loved it. This was one of my no, favorite issues for quite week. some time. And with that, though, if you really want to throw shade, if I really want to go, because as we were talking about it in the apartment building and things like that, it, it does remind me of that Hawkeye run that we had a little bit ago. With where you dog? had Pizza Dog. Well, yeah. we have this dog also. Sort up- of reminded me of. He ended up owning a apartment building well, and he had this, to figure out how to get away from the Russian mafia. I got the you same, same thing King before King with, get,
1: with Dogshot. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So you end up with this. It does feel very much like that. But I like it. And I like just the focus on Dick and especially Barbara because she's going to be in this book. She stays in nice. this book for a bit. And when she shows up, that dialogue between them is great. Both of them going back. Bet- they actually listen to each other. Number one, that's a surprise for any sort of DC dialogue She's not nowadays. Yelling at him
1: the entire time about no, how he's and- not doing enough.
2: And also, yeah, and also unlike say i'm not throwing shade but say like a tom king's batman where catwoman shows up and now catwoman is the focal deal and also the strongest thing that's ever lived you do have the back and forth where both of them look really kick-ass at points in this especially when dick comes back and knows somebody's in the apartment and he goes to grab but too and late. Barbara comes out <laughs> and throws him into the wall and then explains that his security is bullshit i like that but then you end up pulling the dog in and he's like, yeah, I didn't name it. I'm going to take it to the, the, you know, to the vet, the, the whole deal, uh, the pound. And she's like, no, 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 you can't do that. You let it in. And it's kind of a nice little the, connection The, the for
1: second that Babs two. talks it like is make poking fun at Nightwing having a fur baby. I'm like, this yeah. is the greatest thing ever. I need to yeah, see and, more and of I,
2: this. I, exactly. And, and it's so much of a cool thing because – you know, a lot of people want Barbara and Dick to be a couple, and you don't want to go we talk, that We talked about they far. got married. I know they didn't. I don't think whatever. I'm freaking future. Man. So you no, end no, up no. with That's others. No, no. That's the future. That's well, a death who metal. Knows? People remember that, remember? I don't think they do, though. It seems like they're all, <laughs> Everything you know, mom's matters. word. Oh, mom's the word. But you have the idea where this kind of gets them as a couple – in a in a funny way, with both of them loving the yeah, dog, and she will it. Right away. It's kind of funny. Yeah, really, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. That Bruce <laughs> Wayne is no priest. What <laughs> happens what in death set. metal stays in death metal. Damn right. <laughs> so they end up talking about it, and you have the deal where Barbara says, "Hey, as Oracle, I am." the guy who's supposed to be the caretaker of Alfred's will. Unfortunately, you know, he died, right? And you weren't there when we read the will. But here you go. You have the Oracle And which is great computer. because you do make
1: this a whole idea of a continuation and not a new status quo by saying you weren't there because of the amnesia when you were Rick Grace and stuff like that, and you were away from the Bath family Yeah, that you even time. had
2: a, a joke earlier where they, Dick doesn't want them to shoot the dog because it might get amnesia and start driving a cab. <laughs> and they're like, that is some good <laughs> That's shit. A good line. That was fun. Uh, I ended up Jay from Canada thought that that was like something from turner and hooch and i said no no it's from this thing he's like oh my god i, I don't believe that i didn't seriously see that. It, just, it was funny though he's trying to think of a movie where there's no a no dog i'm thinking it's, it's
1: funny that anybody would mention turner and hooch in the year 2021 yeah, well,
2: I, well i mentioned turner and I hooch love that he movie. just said a dog <laughs> movie and i'm like what Turner and hooch? uh but yeah so he gets a letter and a lot of people lost their mind about what this do you think
1: is it, the more forgotten freaking uh freaking i can't even think of his name now freaking uh hanks tom hanks, hanks movie tom hanks. I, I don't know hanks. why Bachelor i a no, no 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 you know no no or, what is a more forgotten dragnet or turner and hooch
2: well you mentioned joe friday earlier, i did so, but i wasn't uh, referencing maybe. that in my mind no you were not with harry morgan i think was playing with him as well even with that kind of a, a tie now nah, i think it's turner and hooch stuff. i don't know dragnet might uh be one uh but yeah with this you end up where alfred ended up saving his money and he got a lot investing of well. He invested. I because like that not, he invested. I, bill, I love but the idea also with honor, or whatever he said.
1: But he, he got a lot of money after the Waynes died, and he became the became the caretaker and guardian of Bruce Wayne, which makes a lot of sense for the idea. He would have the majority of the Wayne money at his disposal to invest and do with as he please. On top of you know just being stock. an all around swell I, I'm guy. I'm telling
2: you, each each year. He's probably like, oh, great. Thanks, Bruce. More stock. Oh, did, no. no, little, no and, he
1: put it in a savings account, but a, a billion dollars man. in a savings account is going to bring you back a bunch of money. If well, that's, to say.
2: that's some cool shit. And, <laughs> and the thing is... You spell this out. Now, not once in this do they say that Dick Grayson got all the money. No. He's not count the money, Eric. And I asked County Tom Monet. Taylor because people were arguing with me. Why didn't he give money to Jason? Why No, no, no. He did. We just don't know how much. They had a re- – what do you think? The reading of the will was, hey, everybody, thanks for gathering around. You, you didn't get shit. Goodbye. We're going no, no, to wait until Dick Grayson gets this deal. Yeah, really. It may have. But the idea, too, the, why wouldn't he give it to Bruce? Whatever. When he wrote this will last year, he says he does it every year. Bruce Wayne didn't need no money. He ended up having problems since, but Alfred was dead. And so he wasn't there to rewrite the will, and that's why. And I think that what we're going to see with this is that Dick Grayson will use the money for good things. What I like about it is we don't have to worry about money. I hate the idea that we sit there and, and, like you said, do I want CrossFit in the junkyard again? No, I don't. I want to have a cool story where he has some cool gadgets and shit and he goes out. He was a stuff. cyborg. It basically was
0: lost in a cell phone with Vicky Vale. You,
2: this is where people say, and I keep saying, like, oh man, yeah, Nightwing, yeah, but you don't know. It's been horrible to be a Wally West fan, really, because even before Dick Grayson lost his mind, I did because this book sucked. We had the the judge. He, was, he transformed was transformed by, by the, sea. the sea. By the sea. What, what was it? That he went to the sea and he got a crab up his ass transformed? Had something to do with golden freaking
1: casino chips, too, which I don't yeah. get. And whatever. then he'd
2: look into your soul. As he looked at
1: you, that was
2: At one point, he had what appeared to be a World War II bunch of buildings that were made uh, that were under the ocean but were still Housing for
1: soldiers who came back from World War II that were taken by the sea. They were transformed (laughs) too.
2: They were transformed by the sea. They should have been gone. And all this shit. I mean, telling you, at the beginning of the run, when Tim Seeley goes into rebirth, and we're having stories about Bruce Wayne being kidnapped, and somehow that rises. Look, the I'm stock telling you, of out of industry, everything that we Raptor, got in oh, the in,
1: in this that run of best, Nightwing, right? the Tim Seeley was the best. I didn't care for the yard because it
4: still sucked. We had the runoffs. Yeah, was, we had facer. It was Javi. Right? Yeah, we yeah. had
1: the facer, We had the runoffs. That was okay. Pigeon. We had Raptor. A lot of Raptor, which I'm not a fan of, but it ended in a really strong way. And we got Blockbuster, Raptor. a weaker Blockbuster than we should have had, but we still had blockbuster
2: but now we have still blockbuster back it still in a stronger wasn't way. great no, it still no. wasn't great it was still it's the best now, that we had really it's been four or five years since and, and then before that you ended up having a pretty decent run i'm not going to say it's great i look back at it with rose colored glasses but kyle higgins deal yeah. that ended up having to be canceled because of forever, forever evil, evil yeah. so all the shit always gets grown, got spiral and dick grayson that shit yet Jason Todd, you know, everybody pitching at him. That guy had book after book going guy on. Guy never stopped having a book. <laughs> no, he never could. He, people have problems. He just changes up the team and the name. And, and so I'm you, Red you Hood and the Outlaws. I'm
1: Red Hood and Arsenal. I'm back to Red Hood and the Outlaws. I'm just Red Hood now.
2: I'm Red Hood. the Owl. It just, Dick Grayson has had so much problem with these books. He was and a spy. So you get, you get, yeah. Grayson, which I did like, that ended up a complete and utter mess. Uh, you know, you have Spider in the background and then you're going to have people changing clothes out of nowhere that mean you argue about <laughs> auto nets and all this nonsense. But so when you go into this and, and I get an issue, I'm yelling at you now, <laughs> when I get an issue where I get a Dick racing that I'm like, I- I'm proud to like this book now. I, this is my guy. And you're showing that in a way that is. Over the top at points, but a little subtler at others. Yeah. I like it. And yeah, he gets a bunch of money. He has a billion dollars, it seems, or part of that. He's, He's got never a lot of money. He's not going to have to worry about money, money for a long time. And that's what I, that's what I need. I, all See, this the thing time, is, this
1: is speaking to you on a personal level because you and I have argued about this whole idea about superheroes and their secret identities and how the secret identities have to work for a living in order to maintain that life, not I only the superhero life, but you hate it because now we have to jostle between their... Daily and jobs and super it heroics, right. and it's There's never done well a time in your mind. That it
2: never does well. So now we don't have to worry uh, about know, that with Nightwing anymore. That's what. That's exactly it. That's my hundred percent. Why this is great because I, I'm not saying because I want him to be the you know power of Mister Industry Crossfit. or whatever. Yeah, it's that I want to not <laughs> so have I'm to worry about it. Signboards the <laughs> so, junkyard. And I'm telling you, at one point, <laughs> I'm a worrying about joke the Dark on the web. podcast. Was just that everybody had stolen Bruce's credit card And he doesn't check his account Because he didn't have to Because just shit happening Just nonsense And uh, this gets rid of that nonsense But it also, in a way, that's weird You end up having the beginning Where you have, you know, the idea that Our guy, that the beginning guy uh, What's his name? Shelton Shelton. He ends up saying, you know, he has money His dad has paid off everyone Well, now Dick Grayson, he's got, you know He's got big cock well, it's energy. now. also money kind of now. cool he
1: because, do o- on top of you know, Bruce not having his money and being able to use his money like he used to, this makes Dick completely independent of Batman, yeah. where this and is that's his what own you money. Need.
2: And the only way you can do this other than that is to really make him go far away. Or well, we could
1: do what we did like- in the 80s and say Wally West hit the lottery
2: yeah well that's what this is i mean really it's jimmy olsen now we got like wally's <laughs> parents
1: are gonna show up and you spend all his money like happened back in the 80s yeah.
2: oh i hope it's fun stuff <laughs> and, and then w- with us hoping that alfred comes back and then alfred's like oh where's my money he's like oh uh, yeah i have Ooh, i got your five hundred dollars you got a your, cell phone with Vicky you Bale. need your three hundred dollars okay i got your fifty dollars <laughs> and he gives it to him. keep the change you dirty animal uh, but yeah, you end up well, you see Melinda Zuko come back to her apartment, and somebody else is there.
1: When we get to this point, though, before that, when Dick realizes that Alfred has left all this money and is looking at it on Oracle's, you know, laptop, I really wish to he would be a little bit more proficient in keeping his secret identity. Because when he goes and sta- sits on the freaking the fire escape in his Nightwing costume and a then a building that Dick Grayson owns without any mask, you're pushing the limits here, buddy. <laughs>
2: He's crying her. you he, he can't see. Her. That's why he didn't wear the mask. So you can see the tears. He's like John Stewart. And so you end up having him realize that, you know, hey, I got some money. But it's a nice letter. from. It's Alfred. very nice. You know, it is. It, it's even about, the point where he know, calls him son at, at the end him. and stuff like calls that. And the
1: personally, when I first read it, it felt weird. But thinking about it more and more, the idea that he was the father of all of them, even if you want to consider Bruce, it's just not something that I see very often or I really associate with Alfred.
2: Yeah. And so, when you do end after the letter, it is Melinda, and they end up looking like they're targeting Dick Grace. Melinda Zuko and, will be know. the
1: next mayor of Bloodhaven, just kind of like Tony Zuko is working for the crooked mayor of Chicago when we did that Nightwing back in the New 52.
2: And I do like the idea, though, that Blockbuster ends up killing the current mayor. It just says they'll never find his body. Nobody's going to find this body. You're the next in line. Uh, I'm the city. So let you think. I like, she's like, well, let me think about it. No, no, no. She's like, I'm down. Such a and weird thing because when we go to back
1: it. to Melinda's place, the whole thing, and you have what, maybe her bodyguard, whoever that's, this is gonna, what happened, Melinda, Blackbuster did what Black, Blackbuster does. It wasn't subtle. So the city is mine. I'm mayor. Oh, shit. You ready for this? I am. Um, wh- uh, what about Dick Grayson? I'm not ready for him yet. You can't wait too long. You may not get another chance. I know. Soon. And the thing is, I want this to be subtle where she wants to apologize for what her father did. But when, but when you have a giant Flying Grayson's poster, an antique poster, I can't be antique for how long, but you have a poster in your house. She just wants to be reminded of And you took a red magic marker and circled around Dick Grayson's little boy face there. That's a problem.
2: Isn't that You're funny? a psychopath. So, I mean, yeah. What, what does that mean? Because you end up like, okay, I really want to apologize to Dick Grayson. Now, do you know where he is? No, no. But I got this poster. By the way, it's him. It's not the woman or the older guy. It's the kid. And yes, yeah, circled from there. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably it, one of those things that they could sell in those underground auctions of the superheroes, Eric. But you don't have it because you messed it up. You ended up ruining the deal, but yeah, we'll see what that means. But I, like you said said about Shelton earlier, it'd be cool to see that he learned his lesson and I think that this might be a dupe of a deal Well the where idea is well, Melinda
1: is a bad person because she is working for Blockbuster but it might be more she, of a survival tactic than anything else where she is a part of this whole thing mostly because Blockbuster will kill her if she doesn't so she is a part of this trying to do good in terrible terrible conditions but mostly her own personal thing is she wants to apologize for something that her father did her legacy of the Zuko is estranged
2: from him so she might be estranged exactly. because you're a piece of crap. But and if we think- bring this
1: whole thing back where you have a new supporting cast of Nightwing characters on top of Oracle doing more, which will be great. But if you have Melinda Zuko and Shelton Lyle all come back at this point in time, grown up and with better personalities than they had previously, it could be cool dynamics.
2: Yeah. And I I get the idea, too, that you have to remember, obviously, it would seem that Melinda wouldn't know that Dick Grayson is Nightwing. So you you might get that classic where she hates the Nightwings, but she wants to apologize to Dick Grayson. And as Dick Grayson usually does, he swoons the ladies, Eric, and they're going to start Dating, so we'll see. And B's and B's just like, here. what what the hell's going on here? And then Sean's like, really? B? Like all of them in a row, B, Sean, oh, what's going on? You always leave us. But yeah, I loved it. I, I loved it so much. And yeah, like you said, the, the dog thing with the, I'm going to the dog. Eh, they're pieces of crap, Eric. Look yeah, but I don't think anybody
1: realize. has been ever that piece of crap. I'm just, yeah, well, like you the didn't realize these guys that, are
2: 50 and I'm, they're still wearing their high right, school now you, uh, football jackets, right? <laughs> Doesn't it? If they were vaping along with that, would you, would you, would you accept that? <laughs> uh, it is over the top. I mean, you like you said, it's a trope. They're kicking a dog, That's and bad it's enough. a three-legged dog. <laughs> oh my! God, it's going to end up. But it just makes me
1: think from their actions that Nightwing is a joke and not to be taken seriously.
2: Yeah, well, I think that that's what you're supposed to get, that he hasn't been around. They don't even know if this is the real Nightwing, and I wish it was established a little more. Do you think that that three-legged dog would be good in a sack race, Eric? I don't. But yeah, I love it. I give it a 10 out of 10, (laughs) and it's more of a 10 out of 10 because I think that this is the best Nightwing issue that I've read in many a year. I don't even know what the last one that we were reading on the podcast itself that I would say was as good as this one. As an establishing part of getting the characters, the dialogue between Barbara and Dick Grayson was great. Was. And it made me want because you could ask Jay from Canada when you talk to Mac, but you never do uh, that. He said, oh, Barbara's going to be in. He saw the news thing. Barbara's going to be in The night Barbara And I said right away, I don't know if I want that because they always go to that same kind of tropey stuff with that. Mary. And you, you end up not being, yeah. People have going to remember like, that no. for whatever
1: reason. Yeah.
2: But with that, I was worried. But I like this. I like where Barbara and, – and a lot of times when you do this, say like a Catwoman and a Batman, one of the characters gets put. In the back seat there. It's an it's and an awful
1: thing to say, calling Barbara a gold digger. But she's back in this book because she saw Holy the will. Crap!
0: Yes. I didn't she's open like, it. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> that is the best. I have to go
1: <laughs> give this to him personally and remind him that we're married.
2: Well, here is the thing. She'll get there. <laughs> She she exposes herself with that. If you want to say that, because she says before she gives them the letter, there's going to be a lot. She's like, it's going to be a whole lot of zeros. (laughs) I mean, she's (laughs) seen the bank account. She just didn't know the personal letter where it says, P.S. Don't trust Barbara. She a gold digger. Uh, but yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, she's like, "I don't know what it is." You look a lot handsomer nowadays, there, Dick. And he's like, "I don't know." And you see her through her eyes; she just sees a big money bill there—a thousand-dollar bill with a mouth. And then he's just talking, Eric. That's what happened. She is a gold digger. You're right. Do you like her look with that? No, I really like you know, it. Glasses, like she looks like she looks like, like she's in Charlie's Angel. No, she looks like what Oracle. she looks like with those big glasses from the '70s, right? She looks like the chart. I, I just love the just, idea
1: too. I'm not Batgirl anymore. I'm Oracle, which means I'm back to
2: glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm wearing a smart coat. That's me. And one
1: of my favorite lines in this, before we just move on to the end, just because I thought about it, is when we're going back in time when we're fighting Sh- uh, Shelton Lyle and when he, Dick was a kid. The idea that Dick is even saying to himself, "Yep, I had to learn to have thick skin as a kid with a name like Dick."
0: Yeah, that <laughs> is like, yes. good. And yes, also
2: it's just so again, if you're gonna say that. You know, kicking and going to shoot a three-legged dog is bad. But it's like two weeks after, you know, Dick's parents are killed. And Shelton's like, hey, I remember you from the flying. Train. Turns out they couldn't really after fly after all. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, going to knock your teeth out, worst. Shelton. And it's like, it's like you're going to be eating through a straw for a while, asshole. Uh, but yeah, I like the way it's set up. What is your score?
1: My score is an 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed this. How and can't wait to see how, where it goes. It's just, don't I need to have some you? more explanation about how this ties into everything else we've dealt with you in this Nightwing in my series. my dreams. Oh, uh,
2: Eric, I can't believe it.
0: Not on well, my not. watch. I thought I explained on it pretty my well.
2: watch. I don't understand, Eric. But yeah, a lot of people like it less than you. I loved it. I, no, again, I had fun with this. I love book, Tom Taylor's was, voice and the thing, he, my the, the voice
1: that he gives to the characters and stuff like that and the situations he does. I I usually enjoy so i look forward to what he's bringing to the blood
2: yeah the blood the blood's a bunch of shit talker nonsense there oh, yeah. dogs and stuff yeah but we're gonna go up now to a little bit of mail
1: yo it's mail call it
3: is the best i've got so weak even though shay is such a freak i've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with jail. And I've got such a long way to go
2: Here, mail with Jim. Uh, yes, and here we are, Mail with Jim and Eric. And if you want to be part of the show, the star of the show, like Eric and Red, who emailed in, email us at WeirdScienceDC Comics at gmail.com. The address will be in the show notes as well. And Red, who I just mentioned, emails in and says, Hello, Jim and Eric, and the rest What's of the up, Get Red? Fresh crew. Beep, beep, Thanks for all the great content. You guys have been giving me hours of content as I go to and from work. There have been times where I look like a crazy person laughing out loud on the streets of New York City (laughs) at 5 and 6 a.m. in the morning. That's true. I mean, everybody's like, oh, look at that guy. He fits in. And nothing. But that's fine. I like the first show on Fables, Eric. Fables? Wow, Fables. What's that? That is the Are you doing book. the Grim Fairy Tales? That's <sighs> the book of the month right now on our Patreon. And he says, I'm glad Jim likes it. I will tell him that I have episode two already, what Eric likes to hear, in the can, Tell Eric. me more. In the can. I just have to edit it. I have a special place in my heart for that series and its spinoffs, especially Jack of Fables. Do so they have like jack off? Oh, that's you, Eric. I spent a summer in high school reading fables, and it's spin-offs in graphic novel form. Librarian used to judge me in silence as I bro- <laughs> those librarians are very judgmental, right? <laughs> in silence, and I borrowed all or uh, borrowed all those volumes. I was disappointed that Eric didn't join Jim in the discussion. I've right? never read a fable before in my life. Yes, yes, I haven't either. I actually that was my first time in, and I did really, really enjoy it. Though I said it's it's very more of a familiar theme now you know with the whole thing with the once upon a time tv shows and all that stuff going on even you tell like me a you wicked and stuff man, what what do you think i am eric i'm a man a person I'm a man no no and and with that though i had a couple other things because you've had a bunch of things where fairy tales come to life in the in the regular world and stuff one of my favorites was the sisters Grimm series that i ended up reading to my kids as a as a young father eric is what i was and that's when i cared and he says then that i he was disappointed you didn't join in but knowing eric he probably doesn't want to touch it because it's not main dc Ew, continuity not DC. Oh, i'm not gonna get the cuties <laughs> it is vertigo though so yeah. sh- can i convince you eric or no, are you no, gonna tell is, me I, vertigo I, isn't a thing anymore so you just screw it well, I, I just read all
1: of the house of mystery series two yeah, weeks ago and it's a vertigo book yes you and i keep did. telling
2: you to read preacher and that's a vertigo book i always seem to put that on these polls eric and nobody's picking
1: it that's I the do, thing is I now, Preacher, it. while I thought it was so badass in the 90s because it was the 90s
2: and things yeah. came out and were badass, I don't know if Preacher really
1: works anymore. Yeah, this is
2: the so. way that society is now. That is true, Eric. What you're saying is you want to go back in the time machine and wear your Jenko jeans, right? Damn right, I did. <laughs> and, and drink your Fago. I really hope that's not the case. But yeah, you haven't read it. Please tell me I'm wrong, Eric. No, I have not read yeah. it. You have been reading comics most of your life. Please tell me you at least read one issue of Fables. There and are it's, a
1: lot of comics out there. it's just not, there. not your
2: cup of tea. There no, I never have. The
1: much. thing is, it's just the idea of Fables was not something I was ever gravitated towards. So maybe it isn't my cup of tea. Maybe it could be. It's just off what I've seen before at the comic book shops over the years. I don't even remember. But obviously, there was something about it that turned me off. I'm like, I'd rather read a Superman or a Green Lantern or Justice League. Well, Plus, said I've been a that
2: poor kid my entire life. Books, books grew up with you, and I think that you liked it, but it is very mature. Yeah. Eric, it is very mature.
1: I don't know anything about it, but whatever it is, Matora. I think it's like, is it the uh, Xenoscope that does like the Robin Hood books or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's those all covers, I think about is cheesecake stuff no, with fairy
2: tales. No. Uh, you pick that, you're grabbing soft core porn on those covers, but and insights those are a little better. Yeah, that's true. Why would you deal with the soft core? <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, but yeah, there's there's murder and sex and stuff like that, and it's really good. Uh, have I'm you read any have you read any issues of Saga that was last month's book of I, the month I have the on entire the hard
1: young. book of the first yeah, volume of that never read it it's really good My buddy gave it to really me for good. my birthday years ago and I feel
2: bad because I've never even opened it That the way that you realize something is really good and this is what happened with Saga that I hadn't read it before and you hear it hyped all the time, and oh, when yeah. you when go it was into out of, it, at the beginning it was huge, that's and people all even talked say, about. yeah, and people even say, like, oh, it's overhyped. And when you go into it expecting it to be overhyped because of all, and it actually still impresses you, that's when you know it. All Just kidding like aside, Firefly. yeah, yeah. All kidding aside, I know you have other things to do. Like, anyway, this email has gotten away from me. My main reason was to comment on Infinite Frontier. I've been enjoying it so far. For the first time in a long time, DC Comics seems to have an idea of what direction you they are going. You're doing DC. I was afraid with all this "everything matters" talk, it was going to become the Wild West. But seems as it if the Frontiers is more sheriff coming into the Wild West. You just got to look get for the everybody cracks. on the same page that's what you're looking for the cracks well, well hopefully maybe. secret
1: files will come around and say these cracks in here are stucco bitch
2: that's right if, if it was true that if you stepped do on you, a crack you you'd break st- your mama's back I i'd hope step not. on every damn crack eric i wouldn't miss a crack right i think i was uh i think it was the a-day connection of suicide squad and batman that got me it reminds me of dc in the 2000s when the original brother blood was what killed a strong by the replacement and outsiders and when the new one showed up in team titans a short while
1: Later. People give the two thousands a lot of crap because Jeff Johns, while he did like remake a lot of things to make them profitable again, yeah. like the Green Lantern, all JSA, all this other stuff. Oh, I remember he you did talking make real it tra- very on dark that. on top of Brad Meltzer and the you know yeah. Identity Crisis. All these things made the like you know DC very dark in the two thousands, but you still got so many great stories and a combined universe that lasted that entire decade into the new fifty two, which is weird because it's one of the strongest
2: decades in my mind, but it also led to a reboot because sales sucked. Yeah, because everything went to hell. Every book so far seems to serve some kind of purpose. Even books like Swamp Thing or Catwoman seem to point to something new in the future and tell an engaging story on its own. Much like you guys, I enjoyed the first issue of Crime Syndicate. I thought it was bombastic fun. So did we. We liked it more than a lot of people. I'm also looking forward to any other multiversal stories what, like the secret files there? And I'm glad that they're finally delivering it into the multiverse. Vampire I feel Batmans. like they've always teased and then destroyed it, teased and destroyed it. Now it looks like we're going to finally explore it. There. I mean, it's been some enjoying some of the digital books, he says. I, I'm having problems now. I like the Next second son. is good. He likes the second son. I like what route Do you zoom with the characters? And I hope since this is a main continuity that Luke and Jace can finally bury the hatchet and the Fox family doesn't have to go all the way on the side of the magistrate like we see them do in the future state books. He's going to bury that hatchet right in his back. While I'm on the subject of Jace, have you guys read that story in Batman Black and White number three with Jace and Tiffany as Batman and Robin? No. we we haven't read the black and white at all. I might check it out. I know that people do like it. And I hear it all the time that when it comes out, that it's the best Batman book on the shelf. Eric, Look,
1: the thing is, I'm all about the the union for colorization. So when you actually cut out a colorist like that, it's very offending to me. That's so what I don't you're saying.
0: <laughs> that's why you don't like it. You're making a stand for the colorist. Oh, my
2: Look, God. Maybe Cameron Ballon deserves just unblocked deserves us, Eric. work. She's so happy now that you are standing <laughs> you, up for putting people. Putting out a black and white book trying to undercut uh, somebody. That is right. And I thought it was cute. I'm I'm come curious. up with some bullshit to make a stand with. And that's the thing. Tiffany was a uh, futures end Batgirl yeah. at one point, and it was awesome. I thought it was cute. I was curious to know what you guys thought about it. Oh, yeah, we're not reading that. I was wondering, do you guys think uh, that is the reason Amanda Waller is going to go after Bolt in the Titans Academy is because Bolt the father, I guess, died on a day is that what you think The
1: Thing is I want to make a connection with Bolt yeah, because of the,
2: the like the villain and stuff like that cuz
1: I think it's a very underutilized villain now he's dead which really sucks but the the Flash S character that we had for the Justice no was it was the Justice Squad Justice, of yeah. Earth 3 in that future state book I just think they're going to go with the name, but I can, in my mind, tie it to be a part of that like this. Look, Bolt's got teleportation powers. Jump into a speedster-like power, that's not a quick – that's not like a far jump in my mind to go from one to the other. So maybe there is something there. She does got them Bolt feet, so I don't know what's
2: going on with that. But I, the thing is, I think it's just a name that they use. I don't think there's any real connection, but I hope I'm wrong. Speaking of fathers, I'm not going to blame Tom Taylor for this, but does anybody remember Alfred had a daughter? i mean i know their relationship oh, was complicated and for most of her life but i mean they were on good terms before he died so why in so the world we're calling would he her give ass penny too now with this and he says so why in the world would he give so much money to richard grayson instead of his kid but maybe as more that he's giving to her i actually told you i talked to tom taylor and asked because people were complaining about this and ended up asking tom taylor hey Did Dick Grayson get all of Alfred's money? And he responded without any prodding with him. So I think Red will like this, said everybody got money, including his daughter, Julia. He actually spelled that out without me asking or doing anything. So he is aware of that. And that is what he said, that they already had that will reading, that they mention it in this. Dick Grayson had his mind gone at that point so he wasn't there and that he was told it was not his place to fully spell out everyone and what they got. And it would have been a little force, like, hey, what did what did Dick get? What did Jason get? What did you know, it, it would have been an odd deal, but he said that they did get a bunch of money an equal. I'm going to go stuff. with this
1: weird thing because back in the 80s, when they introduced that character of Julia, she was raised by another man and took his yeah. last name, and it really pissed off Alfred for a while. Even when she, you know, came and to say like having a hey, daughter, he
2: just he ended, The problem is he Everything rewrites matters. the will every, <laughs> but he rewrites it every year, <laughs> but not that part. He, he it doesn't have to rewrite a written out. Also, does anyone remember Sonia Branch? You know, Tony Zuko's other daughter, who also. Was trying to do her own thing separate from her dad Now I know you're probably reading this Thinking I hate Nightwing this week I did like it but those things kind of bothered me They bothered Eric as well and I'm hoping maybe Because Tom Taylor's good at bringing old story threads He might be prepping us up for things To be answered maybe Sonya Will be mentioned and yeah, that's the thing. I got to go back and look because I don't remember the last thing we dealt with with Sonya, but I thought it was before he went with the Haley Circus thing. Yeah, maybe I've always wanted that character to return. It's definitely before he went to Chicago. So when the solicitations mentioned a Mayor Zuko, I thought Sonya was back. That was kind of disappointing. You also
1: had you also had Sonya Zuko doing stuff before the New Fifty Two, but I don't remember doing what. Man. Like I said, even when she we moved into the whole uh, Nightwing of the New Fifty Two, and she showed up doing stuff. I don't remember a lot to do with and, her except that she existed. <laughs> and,
2: and with that, you never—you you did mention it a bit, but I—you I, ended up saying even before when I was explaining to you what happened in Nightwing before you read it. I mean, you could complain that it is kind of a greatest hits; it is repeating a lot of things. So you have to wait and see how these things will play out. And stuff like that with the daughter and how that's going to uh, work well, out. Right
1: but, there in my mind, the two greatest villains of Dick yeah. Grayson, Tony Zuko and Blackbuster right here. And they're both you know brought to the front right away first issue.
2: Yeah. So – and I liked it for that and you kind of it, – it pulled you out a little because of the idea of it being – you know, like I just you need said, some more splainins. We've seen this before and you want some explanation. Anyway, before no, I go – No, I need some more splainings. I oh, splainings. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Is it Lucy? Or, or Weezy. Anyway, before I go, I was wondering where you guys thought of the Milestone Returns Infinite Edition. He says he liked it. I actually really liked it. I don't know if you read that. I it, it read is, it yet. It's really good. I thought it was a good expansion of the first version we got last year. It was. I like a lot of the updates to the characters. I like having Icon and Rocket being more established than the other heroes. I also like having Hardware being a fugitive. Can I explain? His more intense behavior in the original book, I don't know if they're going to go as far as he did in at the start of the original story, but at least he has an excuse uh, for this version. Sharon's still a jerk I like that scene Where she's gossiping About Virgil While he's coming Out of his sleep I like how the new Edition is more Immediate oh, titles Sharon. And the older one I know Is for the overarching Future of the line And yeah I really liked it. I'll end so it's up So
1: strong so far Let's to check it out
2: Yeah it's just a one shot That ends up adding On to that one That they released In that willy-nilly Way Are last year For a weekend more With milestone than this uh, Yes we're going to end up Having the line come back They just keep delaying it but When the milestone up, comes out Exactly so long ago, I've been rereading the old stuff on the DC app hundred, and that's the thing that you should do. They're re-releasing all of them on the app. They're each you know drips and drabs coming out. I love and that app. The other means, uh, and it still holds up. They really did a good job making it in their connected story with fully fleshed out characters, much like Eric. I wish the milestone characters were in the regular DCU. And so far, they haven't really officially established. Well, that's the thing is, the we story. we
1: did this weird thing for a while where everything was connected at the New Fifty Two, and then we like slowly started taking away like the idea of the Wildstorm universe and the milestone universe mm-hmm. they were to slowly take it away now we're bringing grifter back we have apollo and midnight are doing things yeah. here and there so hopefully we start integrating these things back
2: in again where we can just have one big awesome universe now here's the thing is what it seemed to be in like denny callen's saying the guy I like
1: out of the Wildstorm is grifter so yeah. that's cool that's with fun. the Let's milestone
2: the way that I had read some things and stuff like that, I think that they're a bit afraid that when you put it in with the regular DCU, they get lost in the shuffle. And and then a well, water. they do. That's why down. you have to make them stand out. Well, they're going to stand out. That's like saying, flat.
1: I'm afraid that Firestorm's going to
2: get – like, he does get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you have to make again, Firestorm stand again, he's a DC out. character. These are things that were set up as its own universe for a, a particular reason. And then once you throw it into the regular DCU, you also have to deal with other editorial things that they don't let you do. As he said it, it ends up being a mess. That they end up making them not being able to tell the stories that they want to tell because you're now in the DCU. Uh, so I don't think that they are going to put it interconnected as far as I saw from the things that I read. But it says whether this is new and it could be one of the multiversal worlds that they could just say that just so that you could put it up for a future deal. Or are they in the same earth as the rest of the line? But I'm happy to be getting back to these characters. I hope you guys could get back to the Milestone podcast. The guys uh i ended up uh i have again i have an, yeah guys i have an episode recorded it's funny because i'm sitting there while you're bad mouthing hardware Don't like i'm hardware. like that's the Never episode did. that i have i've just been waiting because every time i restart doing that i end up not getting back to it i want to get to a point where i know I'm all gonna you be able hear to in your mind point. is me saying i hate hardware." yes I, I like the first hardware issue it's pretty good um but it's it's kind of just setting the character. He's an angry guy that hard. I help you guys. He ends up being screwed over by his boss though big time. It actually reminds me a lot of Spider-Man 2099 how he ended up getting, you know, screwed over as well. It's uh, so I
1: funny how much I don't like the 2099 thing, but whenever I do any kind of gaming yeah, online, it's, it's my, my name I use on there plus 2099 all the time. Me and my mm-hmm. friends all do this kind of thing where it's always about 2099. It and always Sitting is. there as a kid. And the thing is, when it first was announced as a kid, this is like blowing our minds. Like, this is amazing. It's crazy. But reading them and even growing older with them, we realize this shit kind of sucks. I guess <laughs> we're just kind of stuck though <laughs> so because, funny. you know, there you whatever.
2: Are. Look at you and the 2099 gang. Look at your crew. <laughs> I hope you guys could get back to that though He said and I will Like I said I I already have the hardware deal And I'll I'll tell you I really really like that first issue But then you know Life happened Eric Life problems as they say in the podcasting world I just have some other things And like I said I don't want to end up you know, throwing out one episode every six months. I have to wait until I can clear some things up. see hey, anyway. DC will put out one a one-shot every few years. Why it's can't you? true. I'll keep up with them at least. <laughs> anyway, thanks for all the great content and continue the great job you guys are doing. And yeah, look for that now. And you know when I hear somebody say, I really want you to get back to that. i like, you know that I'm going to be doing that in the next day or so because I get all fired <laughs> up. So. Yeah, look for that, Red. And thanks for emailing in. I hate hardware. Us guys. We'll get back to that. Miles, right, us guys. (laughs) And those guys. You make me laugh. Oh, my goodness. But we're going to go off to finish the podcast with the Catwoman.
0: We're living here in Alley Town. And it's hard to keep a cat woman down. Hilla Homoza was just killing time. Kind of a bore. Glad it's behind. Now we're done fighting the Joker War. Mama Fortuna's not in charge anymore. And Selena's taking back the net. To take down the rev And she's living here in Alleytown And there isn't any Batman around It's just Selena and all the stairs
2: Yes, here we are, Eric, and there is the Catwoman theme for now with those, I, I, I those was cats so... that drive everybody nuts. Dude, I'm telling game. the thing is,
1: I, n- <laughs> I know that we have played it before, and I know that I've heard it before. It's been for a whatever, while, though. For whatever reason, though, as we were going into this, in the background, I was watching a video of a cat being rescued by somebody, yes. and we went to go hit the record. I went over to another. I hear this, I'm like, why is this video playing all of a sudden? Because <laughs> I had it muted and stuff, and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? It really screwed me up. I had no idea what was happening until yes. it went into the lyrics that is it eric that's what we do
2: here we screw the cat was rescued up. though jim the cat was rescued thank <laughs> right, we god did it. is she in the alley town is she ah uh, yes no, well, she we're was here. in the wall and you had to Rumpen. hammer it out it's like bob in the wall and bob's burgers you end up with this being Catwoman from ram v and this is one of those weird books that end up continuing on there's not I that many like should of be them. yeah and when you get to this it, it you get a little bit of a you know a phase of oh yeah, this I say that all the time, like the the well, it's concept been like three of three months, yeah, oh yeah, that's what happened, so with that, you do get background recap a little. I don't know that it was enough. I actually would have liked to have like a Dick Grayson Nightwing book that Tom Taylor did with an idea of let's reestablish. there's going to be a lot of people who are jumping on, yes, they can go back and and read some stuff, but We've been reading it and it kind of threw me out at the beginning, not really understanding, not not understanding but not remembering some of the big things well it's and not then- even about not understanding because that is a problem right away because you need some sort of recap
1: to go on this because it has been a while to go back to Alleytown and gotham city but for the other things that they don't haven't fully set up when you jump into the idea of this character and and how he's uh, incorporated with these people that are siphoning off poison ivy's body to make drugs with it was such a small concept that hadn't been fully explained because it, yeah, it was a just cliffhanger a cliffhanger last time. Yeah, and that's now all we're dealing was. fully into this on top of what we just dealt with I'm like I don't think the story was set up to be told very well.
2: No, and and with that, you also have Nahidian kind of getting screwed with with this new, you know, villain things like that, almost again, to the point who where Nahidian. Well, that is, I believe, the drug dealer that no, ended up I'm getting arrested though, before. The, the, before. You know, I don't because I think this is a
1: different guy who's tied in with the poison ivy and who had to be. No, I, again, I think they I were know. tied
2: in before as well. And the idea that, remember, he was going to go, and they—they're they're not going to be able to touch me. We're not going to be able to do that, and and all that stuff. With the idea that we're going to go, and they even say at the beginning, like, "Oh man, not only are you not going to get arrested, but they're they're going to pay you for your info and do that." And then he's just taken out, and it's a weird deal with this because then you, you have things, and I'll get to my my blood oh, yeah, in a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. But you even have like Hadley, who shows up almost feeling as if. Well, he's going to be gone a while. If, if Selena needs him, he'll be around. It hey, feels weird here. And I don't yeah, like well, they anymore. all do it. It almost seems like with that, you know, shutdown deal of the future state that Ram V's like, well, I didn't really like that character that much. So I'm going to get rid ah, of And I didn't like that story. And then you have, oh, but I like that father Valley that we did nothing with. And we'll just throw him in I there out of nowhere to him, be there. Like, like stacked on here on top I'm of saying. everything else. I think I would have rather have had one issue where you had just Selena and the strays. Again, there's going to be a lot of people who the are jumping on Alling here. Town for us, the yeah, status quo now, please. get us back to it. Yeah, get us back. You could even go with the we idea. We have taken out the
1: competition in this whole area. The Selena is the bo- king boss right now. It's boss time. Just show
2: me what that is. Yeah, and, and have it where – even if you go a little like, well, you know, that was tough the last couple of weeks. Remember that? You have some things where it might feel forced to people who are reading, but I think it needed it. I think it needed it. Because I it, don't it, think it was very well fleshed out to begin with. No, it, it wasn't. We had maps and things and the stuff's going on Don't say maps because now I thought you meant a Gotham Academy. No, I did not <laughs> I mean gotcha. those kind of maps. Remember, we had a bunch of pages with the I maps do. and stuff like that. And you had things with the skid mark, Eric. You like the well, skid that I'm mark? Well, then told you, had, and, there was
1: different factions, like, you know... Little, was it a little Santa Prisco? I'm and confusing. And here's the it deal:
2: I, I just wanted to make sure that I was thinking it right. Yeah, Nahegan is the head of the Kadim mob. So oh, even the Kadeem the, mob. Yeah, that's yeah what and it even is, yeah, with yeah. that, you need to spell that out a little more. And remember, he was taken down with the information that you did get. Hadley, give Hadley go. That he gets arrested. But even then, this says, "Well, there wasn't really evidence. You only showed me the drugs." Yeah, and yeah. so Nahegan, though, was like this thing that was barely explained or really looked into, just to say. Yeah, let's get rid of them. But it's, it, it felt weird. But here is my yeah, do little blurb first before we so go. So we can into stumble throughout this thing. I, I liked it enough, but I, it, it's almost like I liked it in a way that huh i kind of get the bits and pieces of what's going on but i needed a little more of a solid story because i thought that we were drifting away from that before we even left for future state but it is Catwoman twenty nine, written by ram v art by fernando blanco colors by Jordi belair letters by tom Napolitano. ram v gets back to things with an issue that partly reinduces what we left two months ago but maybe not enough but then injects some magistrate stuff that does make it feel bigger but I think there's too many characters in this book already because of that. And it's guest stars Catwoman might feel like one of the bigger books coming out each week. I just need it fleshed out a little more. And even when, like you said, Hadley feels odd. Like, all of a sudden, he well, feels not only like... Not but we have, you know, Catwoman living in a penthouse in
1: Alleytown. We're on the top of this penthouse. She's going swimming and talking to her sister Maggie. I forgot that her sister Maggie was a thing. I didn't even know who the hell that was at first. She's like, I liked it better when you weren't talking about... Oh, shit, that's right.
2: Maggie got better. She got her. Yeah, she got better with that. It kind of throws me off where Selena in Alleytown teaching the strays is supposed to be more of like a street level deal. And it does look like, you know, she has Queen the kids pin. she has the, I know, she has what she has these kids, you know, guarding the door. These guys are on the roof looking like they their work day doesn't end while Selena's there at Poolside. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, what are you time. doing? What are you doing, Selena? Kitties and, love uh, the sun. And and it's okay, but when Hadley shows up, the, the thing that I thought was funny. Where Hadley shows up, hey, is she here? Oh man, you better not flash that badge around there, and you don't just come in unannounced. Oh man! And then he's like, "Oh yeah, she's here." Billy, Billy says, "She's here. She's waiting for you." So he's like, "Okay." he Goes up, and then at the end, she's like, "Hey, you come in unannounced? No, you knew he was coming. He actually, it did they feel knew. weird,
1: especially because like you know, she's been waiting for Hadley to show up this whole time. It seems like she's waited a little longer than she wanted to. And by the end, like, I want no parts if you don't ever come back. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm making this like, big exit out of the thing, pool. Like, I I made sure to freaking this note that I left you had no trace of me whatsoever. So you wouldn't come looking for me. What are you doing? Why were you waiting for him? then?
2: Yeah. And also, like I said, she's been waiting all day. He took too long. She wanted to do the sexy out of the pool move and she had to wait with that, though. Did she not feel like she liked Hadley? And that they were kind of this buddy-buddy thing. Yeah, different sides of the law and stuff like that. But you even got romantic tinges from those two going. And all of a sudden, she's I acting like I, I did. And he's, especially from him, he followed her well, all he across, fought the across the, the country. But she ended sim. up relying on him. He even mentions she would be dead. If it wasn't for him, she got shot. And so with that, she's like, yeah, make yourself scarce. And it felt weird. It felt weird from what we got before that just to pretty much cut off Hadley right there. I'll call you if I need you. Get out of here. And I just think that it's a character that maybe... Just doesn't have legs for ram v doesn't think that there's much more to tell with him. I just think you know get him out a little different way, though I think he's still going to end up saving her and stuff. But we end up at the beginning, like we said, the Kadim mob you ended up getting uh you know Nahegan. He was arrested. He's not going to get in trouble because he has money. and well, It's so and that weird stuff. though because
1: we're tying in like Nahigian and the Kadim mob and everything we just dealt with into our next story. The idea that Poison Ivy is being held against her will, or maybe I don't know how it is, but scientists are using her body, her pheromones, stuff like that, to create a new drug, which apparently. Riddler was on all during the Joker War and before that and is now going through withdrawals, whatever this is. The timeline doesn't exactly add up to me. And didn't we see somewhere before outside of the Catwoman book where when Poison Ivy came back, she was going to be
2: like a Queen Ivy character and that disc was like, you know, taken away and now she's in a tube? Yeah, it just seems like, well, we ended up seeing the tube and then we ended up where in the whole deal with uh batman urban legends we ended up seeing that she has been gone away so this does tie in now, i'm just saying you know, though it's well something that, before
1: but... death metal or something like that i don't know if it was a batman book detective Comics book but wasn't there an ending to something where after like she yeah, saw something I, and was I planning think
2: i remember yeah that was the, it where were gonna she have went something to that, like that. The,
1: the eden and saw that it was all burned down that ivy had done she's like i'm gonna be queen Ivy yeah. from here and on me out and
2: you had the big you know if this was gonna stick if it was I just like to imagine like,
1: this sucks you know what i'm gonna change my ways and become the the Ruler of Gotham City, I'm going to become Queen Ivy. They just put a sack over it. You come with us. Get in the tube.
2: <laughs> get in the tube, lady. Uh, but yeah, she is there. And and it's kind of and a again cool concept. with that whole
1: thing. It does seem that Edward Nigma, the Riddler, has been addicted to whatever she's putting off for a while now. During the whole Joker, where it looked like he was a meth head. So I'm like, what's the timeline here?
2: Yeah, yeah. And so with that, you know, you have also again this other villain, and and the way that gets the white witch. This, the White Witch that ends up the looking- The assassin for oh, her main villain? Just looks like Cassandra Kane You were right. You told me it beforehand, and now well, I'm looking that's at it like thing. that's when all we, it looks like.
1: When we're getting caught up in the most incomprehensible way possible, when Hegan's talking to his lawyer about what's going on, I'm telling you, I read all the- And it's not one.
2: really spelled out I didn't well, know what the hell he
1: was talking he about or said, about what.
2: hey, me and the kadim he just mentioned stuff like that, you would have been, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because but we when didn't he walks deal into the other with him that much.
1: And sees all his bodyguards murdered by what I swore was Cassie Kane freaking- orphan right here or the new back or whatever you want to call her at this point i'm like oh shit death metal changed more than i wanted to but (laughs) she turns around and even when you have this whole idea where you have this you know new assassin-like character which they're calling the white witch w-i-g-h-t witch but when you see her and how she acts, she even has a meta power of phasing through becoming a hologram that's kind of thing she essentially just looks and acts like the bad guy from the the movie ant-man and wasp
2: yeah yeah and the ghost again with that you end up with nahegan and yet you don't get any pit pit rollins was the big villain that that selena was dealing with and all that stuff that the Gunrunner gunrunner girl yeah yeah so you end up like going back and we did end with the high idea the last issue if i'm not mistaken was nahegan trying to say like hey uh, uh you got my lawyers lined up so it makes sense but it ends up being a weird entry scene that, that is like, a little didn't too expect confusing. I would have to go
1: into this and have to go back and read the last arc
2: of Catlin uh, well, um, to fully no. understand what's happening. And then Hadley, who has been a big character in this book and even before in Joel Jones' deal. Not even a big He character. shows up. Forcibly big character in this because his whole thing
1: doesn't make sense to me, but he's here. Well, I'm saying even before, though. When, when, they were,
2: when they were back in Villa Hermosa and all that, he became something yes. of a connection and things like that. For him to show up. And he just kind of shows up and gets pushed aside without much fanfare either. Just, hey, I've you know, there, lose my like, number. I didn't end up. But again, I'm just worried more about people, I... people who are jumping in here. Uh, and it does look like all this stuff from At the this past. Point, I'm not
1: worried about people jumping in. I'm, I'm worried well, about I, everybody. I, I think that all
2: these things are being pushed aside because the story that he's either being told to tell or wants to tell is more of a Simon State or Saint, uh, you know, future state, type a more, magistrate that goes tie-in. To a more magistrate tie. in And I think that the problem was with even father Valley, this was supposed to be the big villain in the beginning of his run that ended up last issue saying, eh, I'm going to leave town. I'll I smell you know. later. I'll come back later. I even said, Oh, I saw that he's going to come back in an annual, but then he's just here then. And, you know, he's taking shots and and things like that. Now we have too many villains in this to even know. And I'm worried that we're not going to flesh them out. It's not
1: even the idea of too many villains because we just have too many things going on that don't feel like they jive together well, where the idea is going in i'm like okay catwoman runs alley town she's got a bunch of kids she calls the strays go around do pickpocket stuff but she is the queen of the ghetto right now yeah. and hadley is working with in her she ghetto. just made a gigantic bust for hadley to give him good beverly hills cop stay in power and now he's getting pushed aside but in the background we have poison ivy in a tube like you know they're sucking off her sweat making some drugs and stuff like that and now they need to freaking kill Edward Nigma, for whatever reason, and they have a meta superhero girl, a superpowered girl who's gonna go and be their enforcer. And now Catwoman has to save Edward from the white witch, but also have to worry about Father Valley, who's trying to kill her as well.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, you have this whole deal where it looks like <laughs> – exactly, Eric. I'm exhausted. the deal where it looks like the, the angel's wings, Eric, in the packages and then goes up. to see And was that something Enigma? that we saw
1: before during the whole drug bust because the whole thing when she looks at this and says, this looks familiar. Is this a new aspect to try to tie in where we don't have to know about it because she's like, this looks familiar because I know Edward Nigma used to be on something with angel wings when he was all messed up before. Yeah, I just before. think
2: that she just remembers that she saw that before. Like, what I do you do hanging out with it. fucking Riddler? Yeah, you know they were doing that when they were doing the big busts and things in the back when they were in the cold room or whatever that was called. It does go from that from her and Penguin and him doing that big deal and he the ended up destroying them. Eh, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, with the idea though that there's Nygma, you got to save him. It's just, there's just too much going on, and and this is where we said before when we ended up having Ramsey jump on this book, we like some of the concepts, and I do like the concept of, of poison ivy a name and things, but of but, this drug. It's called the Vines. Eric. I'm, telling you, the vines. Cool I'm telling you, I do need a cool
1: name. We have the cheer drops going on in the Jason Todd story in Urban Legends. I need to have another
2: one like the idea. I got that we one. Have- You've never heard this for a drug. Weed. You want to call it that? Weed. Eric. That'd be awesome. Weed. I just call it Vine. The Vines, and because those are like those videos, Eric, that the kids They were like. shut down, Jim. And Yeah, and now they're That's back. That's why I watch TikTok. They're back <laughs> better yeah, so than ever. They're like Alf in Pog form, <laughs> Eric. He's back. Uh, but yeah, w- with this whole deal, I just – I ended up reading it, and, and it's almost like I was like – under like the deal where I'm, you know, Axel Rose and I'm there watching all them video screens. I'm there. I'm like, Oh my God. And I've gotten so much information that at the end, I sifting through it, I'm like, okay, that concept's pretty cool. Hey, I like Maggie talking to Selena, but a lot of the things just swirl around in my head that don't make much well, sense. Well, that's what feels like this whole there. book. When
1: you a Ram V's Catwoman, is a lot of information not properly explained to you, and it's just thrown at you all at once, and it really makes your head. You know spin what? By it feels end.
2: like it feels like he is somebody, and I don't think he is. It feels like the writing of a guy who's manic, and then at it one does. point, like once a month, he I goes get all these like, ideas yeah, down yeah, exactly. right now in Look, one form. After all month of going manic, he puts them all on the page and then sends it out right then because things don't jive together. They don't connect really well. And they don't but feel right. Yeah, they don't feel right. But some of the concepts I do like. It, it's weird. I like this idea with Poison Ivy. I like Selena with, you know, Enigma, though he's kind of, well, well, the idea, that that I'm telling you, sad, but everything going
1: and- on here, I, I like it, I like Maggie being like awake and her living the freaking high life in yeah, her I fucking town penthouse. That's fine. You're not doing much with her, but I dislike it. But the overall concept of what I know is going to happen, where for some reason Catwoman has to team up with Riddler to save Poison Ivy.
2: Yes, yes, I that's what I'm that. saying. At the end when I think that, but just I'm even there. looking through it's this. exhausting. I'm looking through this and he's not, like, here he is. And I'd love to think that it's dictation too, where he's like, you know, that drug guy, that Nahegan, he ends up, he's talking to his lawyer and then this crazy holographic thing comes and then hits him and then Hadley goes to see Selena and she tells him to get out of there. And then we see to Poison Ivy in a tube. It just comes at you so quick and, and just crazy without Connective tissue. We ended up saying this before when he ends up introducing both nahegan and Pitt. Remember, we had that big map. That was another was one too. About, I know. Where you, you ended up where it was just all thrown at you, and we didn't quite. And even in that, which is again, I'll tell you, it's like it again here. If I really want to go back to my complaint, then not a lot of Catwoman in this yes selena's there but it's almost like i said with the mariko tamaki wonder woman she's only just reacting to everything else she's not really there doing her own thing and that gets tiresome as well but this is just the first issue coming back so i don't mind it as much here but she's just kind of a background character while the most interesting things are going around her even not even her seeing it when she finds out with poison ivy she's got to save her it's even a
1: a timeline, too, because whoever these people are who are putting out this poison ivy drug, they are able now to synthesize the yeah, drug synthesize without her, and they're going to destroy all the yeah, freaking they're evidence, kill her, yeah, including kill her. yeah,
2: including her, because, yeah, they're shredding evidence right now and stuff like that. This seems to tie into Simon Saint, all this stuff with the magistrate. I, I don't know. The next thing, maybe we're going to see pigeons with eyes, Eric. I don't
1: know. It's so weird, though, but we have Simon Saint who is the person behind this whole or, like drug organization that's using poison ivy, but the idea is like, all right, we can synthesize this without the poison ivy now let's kill her and also there's that guy who uh who used to buy off of us what was it oh yeah edward enigma we've cut him <laughs> off for a week now we have been able to locate we we better just kill him too i'm yeah, like yeah let's kill I him. just the thing is like i said the idea of cat having to save riddler in order for them to team up to save poison ivy awesome concept i just don't know how we get from all of these places to to that location that i want us to get to like the idea is like well, Riddler has been a drug addict for a while now. Simon's saying, for whatever reason, cut him off. And now he needs a metahuman fucking assassin to go and kill his ass. I'm like, why?
2: And then in the meantime, out of nowhere... Father valley yeah, Father Valley he's doing his deuteronomy at first, I thought he was on the phone, but he's actually like tipping his hat, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is listening to this? I mean what, who is he talking, to? but he's just there mumbling and jumbling, and then he ends up shooting, even though, like I said, the last issue he kind of said,, i eh, will be back at some point. I guess that point was quicker well, that and was he weird, ends up shooting like, you know, they're just
1: walking like you know towards each other on a freaking runway and like What's going on? Let's fight a little bit, okay? You're good. You're good too. See yeah. you later, alligator. See you
2: later. I'm out of here. But yeah, After you end while, up having crocodile. <laughs> uh, crocodile. You end up there with Nigma and he's shot. I'm shot, Catwoman. I've been shot. All right. And if I'm Catwoman, I'm looking the other way. No, no, no. That's catch up. she's or something. having a problem with here. that White Witch with that phasing like ability she has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She says, a... "She says you're pretty good there." holographic lady. Is it uh, weird also, when they
1: jump out the window and she has Nygma there and she whips onto a freaking light post so they could swing down that does the thwip and it looks like a Spider-Man thing?
2: Yeah, it does look <laughs> like a Spider-Man thing and I'm waiting for his neck to get snapped. Uh, so when you, you're doing this too, I do want to point out that one of my big things with Joel Jones's run that I, we kept seeing was every issue ended up having a big chase that took up most of the issue. And this does that as well. Yeah. But I, I don't mind this because it's weird the actual reading of it, it drove me nuts at points, and it really did. And it made by me the feel end, anxious because of this. I had anxiety, but by the end, when I sat and thought of the ideas, I like it. Yeah, I like what it's the presentation. doing. It's now, just a is, weird way back, though. Maybe we'll fa- be better in with the next one because when we Father haven't had that
1: takes his shot, do you think that he shot Edward Nigma on purpose in order to get to Selina?
2: Father Valley doesn't miss his target. Are and I don't is. think he did. Yeah, I think that he was going after. I think that but if we find out, though, that now he's working for Simon St., that might be a little No, 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 much. because like, we
1: saw before that he was told if you're going to go after the Catwoman, you've yeah, got to go after yeah. her friends.
2: That is true, though he may not have done his research. I think, you know, he – And they go, they're well, not going to let him kill strays, right? How much information is going to get that out of that about true. what's going on? I don't know. You're not allowed to eat shellfish, I heard. Uh, kill <laughs> can I kill and I make alive.
1: Said. I wound and I heal. Yeah. And there is none that can deliver you out of my hand. Deuteronomy, 31, yeah, I, 39. I actually
2: believe that if you read 39. Deuteronomy, I think that that actually has that if you crush your balls, you are not allowed into the city limits for like well, three generations. Somewhere. No, I mean, three generations aren't allowed in. I, I think that was Deuteronomy. I, I, you'll have to check me on that, people. But I think that that was true. I know my my scripture. Look, from what I know Aaron, from
1: American Dad, I think uh, like Harry Potter was some Deuteronomy stuff.
2: Well, I'm telling you, with me, I know the scripture that has Dumbledore things that – Make me giggle. Uh, I like to hear about crushed balls and being allowed in the city or not. It's great. Right? Watch so, how you sit down. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm talking about like crushed by bricks and things like that. They had tough times back then. Shit went wrong. You're paying for right? the wrong really? stuff. Yeah, really. But yeah, I think that that was in Deuteronomy. But yeah, he's, you know, reading his Bible. He's got a lot on his mind. Right? Uh, but with that, what would you give this? I think after all of that, even though. I think that the art is
1: stronger. You're going to go 6
2: out of 10, aren't you? No,
1: I'm going to go to a six five because like okay. I said, the idea of what we're dealing with six, is five. fun and I want to see more of it. I just want to see it more in a more presentable way in my mind, a way that I can easily understand what the story is trying to give me to the information that I want to get me to that ending. I'm yeah, not having I, that right
2: now. I just really wish that this issue just dealt with Essentially, Maggie. Essentially, the way I explain that is the way this book reads. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Incomprehensible. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would have rather have had Selena hanging out with Maggie, having the strays, kind of get everybody back, you know, get everybody eased in. Instead of what felt like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this shit right now, but boom, we're going to add this, we're going to do this. So everything was jumbled. And this new- I want Selena you to know, talk to villain. Maggie
1: about the Calabrese crime family and their father, okay. Rex Calabrese. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, hey, do you be. know about this, Maggie, where you're all yeah.
2: catatonic? Yeah. Uh, I, I just I would have liked a character issue to ease us back in. I think it needed a bit easing in and then kind of go through these things. It seems like, again, that he was pushing some things aside, like Hadley, like Nahegan, that didn't hit. And it's going to be a new start with him with this new villain and stuff. I but I would have I would have liked a little more focus of what was going on. It just it did. It felt like things oh, look, were just I, always say I don't you. need
1: a writer to hold my hand as we do shit. I need Ram V to
2: hold my hand a little bit. Maybe. He's kind of a sexy looking guy. He can stroke your hair while he's doing it. Oh, look at your eyes, right? He can sit there and say, I'll, I'll, a ponytail tell, you, right now.
0: I'll tell you about the cat woman's hair. My hair's getting long, like it,
2: right? Is it? Is it really? Oh, Yeah. It's in a full ponytail right now. I ended up shaving it a little bit ago. So mine's, you know, coming back in. It's it's not. Yeah, kind of. I I, I was told that I look like I escaped from the mental hospital. uh, And that was by one of the local police in the the town. No, that was my kids. They end up saying all the time, like, you missed a huge spot in the back, but nobody will offer to help me. I just end up going with it. I wear a hat anyway. Who cares? But yeah, I'm a 652. I thought the art was pretty good. And I'm interested in the overall concept. Yeah but the actual reading uh did throw me off. Right. I said it may be a bit anxious. And then I'm reading it and I hate the idea that I read an issue and then just sit there and like I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk about this on the podcast because I really don't know what was well, on. That's right. On I'm sitting here about but... Nahigi. I forgot he was part of the Kadim Mafia. I thought yeah. this
1: other character who was involved with what Simon Sane still went to poison Ivy mm. drug. And I, I had all these things And even ideas. that, that was like is, a weird like
2: combination into both of them, right? Like you're dealing with a guy who was a drug dealer who ends up getting attacked, but then you're also doing a drug with Simon. It, it just ended up being a little bit too, just too much, much stacked. There was, there was too much stack, but he did that before. So I'm worried, but we'll see. A lot of people so love Jones and she, she had problems. there. She, she was going around with that. No nose bitch the whole time. I mean, you couldn't Rain get out a, yeah, a Creel family. You ended up having a powder, then a, you know, a blue thing. Your son's coming back. He came back wrong. I didn't even know what was going on half the time with that. Uh, but yeah everybody's zombies and they were they were remember when the zombies were trying to get in the house and then everybody's attacking and then you end up penguins there i don't know what's going on so this is better than that but uh what is your book of the week my book of the week is nightwing number 78 mine is as well eric can i quit now i gave a 10 out of 10 can i get the hell out? all right i'm out i'm you gonna like finish. when don't you give a 10 i'm out gonna of be 10. i'm gonna be out. really i've given one 10 out of 10 in the last Six years two. and everybody's giving me shit. Two. <laughs> the last one was Rebirth. That, that's more than two years ago. And did you give a 10, out of 10 to shit. one of Tom King's annuals? And that was three issues later. So it was in the same month of that. So it was the same. It was Batman 5 is what I did, but it was coming out twice a month at that point. So in that span, I did give two. Haven't given one since and I've been close. Uh, but with all of that, did give a. Uh, Daredevil over at Marvel on 9 9. Oh. So I was close there, but that was really good. But this I really love. So I ended up doing that. I'm out. What I'll do is I'll be out when we end up finishing this podcast. I'll, I'll just, I'll reapply for next next week, Eric, so I can be back. You don't have to hire me, though. That is up to you. But if you do anything crazy, I'm going to call HR on your ass immediately. So don't even try your nonsense. I'm looking at You're a bunch of books that.
1: right now with a bunch of 10 out of 10 on Jim Winters thing.
2: Yeah, that would be before that, though. You look at the dates then, right, because they it. wouldn't be mine.
1: April nineteenth, two thousand twenty.
2: What is that? Airboy number one. Uh, I didn't do that. That was probably somebody else. That was another two thousand twenty. No, no, that was a re that was a redo. That's what I'm that saying. That actually Here. is from way back. That was a, that was a ten out of That was from 2015, and yeah, that was 2015. I see. Man. I'm telling you, Animal I, Man
1: Annual number two. That's,
2: that's when we first started the uh, site. That was DC 2013. Rebirth. Look at all these Diversions. The yep, that's <laughs> Green before arrow, two. One shot. Yeah, that's before He-Man, two. The Eternity War. That's not me. <laughs> I I would not have done a He Man. But yeah, these are all before 2016. The fix. I don't know what that is. That wouldn't have been me.
1: It's funny. I don't even know what's going on here because I don't see Nightwing on here.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. the The issue is is that a lot of those we republished to get some, you know, the Thursday throwbacks Eric, is what a lot of those are. But they're all. Oh, that's because I'm looking at the series, right? these are just a series oh. of individual issues,
1: not what yeah, you actually yeah, yeah. gave it. A, oh, issue right? That's what I want deal. right there. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to look at that. Action Comics number forty.
2: <sighs> what is
1: that? 2015
2: i don't know what that yeah. is yeah yeah that's old oh i i think that was a bizarro that bizarro world issue all before 2016 uh you're batman losing track of time old man Batman
1: 40 batman no? 5 batman beyond 2.0 number 26 that's batman beyond 2.0 number 28 batman beyond 2.0 number 31 <laughs>
2: He I'd, loved that Batman uh, Beyond I did love it. Black yeah, Hammer? Yeah. Let me look at Eric. Oh, wait. He's a miserable prick, so there's none. There <laughs> so you to- go. Congratulations, you miserable asshole.
3: My message is that yeah. we'll be it, The watching last one you. I did
2: was the Tom Vision King, number 12. Believe. That is not me. That's Brandon. That was when he wasn't on the – Oh, no. That actually was me republishing Brandon's original. Moon Knight number 14. I've never reviewed Moon Knight number 11. What's Moon Knight number 8. Yeah, that would be somebody else. Justice but... League
1: Beyond 2.0, number yes! 24. That's
2: before 2006. I'm still asking you, when we are going to get after the 2006 injustice year two? As I said, that's There's all before. Year and year threes. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yep, but it no, no. hasn't been. No, no, you're good. This just shows you that. Grayson 11 and 12? Yeah. The one was I think you came real close to. The one was a singing issue, I believe, that that you were very, very close to doing that. No, I think that when we look back, I think they were out of it before then. But yeah, I went and looked at these. I know all my stats. (laughs) I ended up looking at the stuff. But yeah, and uh, over at Marvel so far, I don't think I've given a 10. I got close with that Daredevil. So I I know you're a miserable prick and you're mad at me because of that. I'm just talking about perfect issues is all, baby. I've had since Rebirth Special and then Tom King's, because I always use that Tom King as the deal where people think I'm just a hater. It was the last 10 out of 10 that I gave. And uh, no, I gave this one. I think that it uh, deserves it because, again, it's one of those things that's weird. Was this the greatest issue I ever read? Probably not. But is it the best Nightwing issue that I've read now in 10, 11 years? Yes. And so I think that it does deserve that, especially with the uh, character work that he Yeah, did. it's good. So, it's my know, book of I, the week. I, I really liked it. You and your eight out of 10s. Eight <laughs> out of 10 nonsense. <laughs> I, I had people who messaged me and said I was insane for even giving it more than a seven. So, uh, you know, I've heard it all week already. And it's just how it is. You take that there. Take What that am I taking? It, I like the issue. My foot up your ass is what you're going to take. And you're going to take it with a smile. What are we going to talk about next week? What is Jim going to give a ten out of ten next week? Well, oh, let me see. Every damn week. Batman, Superman might be, but is we have a two point oh in there because he's going to love that shit. Damn right, I would. <laughs> give me a five point oh. I'm going to give that a twenty out of ten. You have Action Comics number one thousand twenty nine. Did I ever tell you that that Bizarro story I read was the best Bizarro story ever until lately, Eric? Good. What would you have given that new? That bizarro deal that you would have done. That would have been a nine out of 10 for you, right? Which one? When you talk about the, that, the, the one entire that you arc? sent me to read. Yeah, the oh, I'm entire. Saying that, arc. That was,
1: I'm saying that was a long arc, though. There was some good and bad in there, but there was mm. better. Like, it was a good bizarro Some of story. the good
2: issues you would have given a nine or a little bit above. I'm Eight, sure five, they were really probably. good. Oh, look at you. Look at the fucking. What, what's your name? Eric or Jade? Jaded. Jaded Shea over here. Here J-j-j-j-jaded. you go. We have jaded. He's a miserable prick. There you go. Action Comics number one thousand twenty nine. Uh, uh, ten out of ten. have <laughs> Kennedy telling. Johnson
1: coming here to tell us <laughs> more Superman stories. Chalk full of the
2: Supermans each time. What do I give then? Ten out of ten. I'm gonna tell you now you got me running scared i'm gonna love an issue i'm gonna be like nope 9.9 and i'll piss you off even more 9.95 i'll give you because at one point i gave something a 0.7.75 7. And, 7. and you fucking went nuts like why would you do that uh because i don't even here, understand I, why you give something a 7.0 i'm like you don't need a decimal point for a whole number because i think it looks stupid when you have that i think that you have that it is a full deal because the most you can give is a 10 that uh-huh. gives the two places there so you should maintain that two place for the whole deal. Action Comics 1029 is Philip Kennedy Johnson and uh yeah, yeah there We'll see. We'll see if we get some dialogue out of that one. We end up having Batman Superman number 16. Gene Luan Yang jumping on that book. Again, probably should be a number one. I just wish when you change things up enough after Infinite Frontier and end up having new creative teams. I know that it pisses people off and you get these new volumes or whatever, but you want to kind of push this Infinite Frontier deal as something big like and new. Like how many and Suicide
1: stuff. Squad freaking series have we I had since the new
2: 52? And I just think giving these new number ones, yeah, it might be a cheap way to get people to buy Things or whatever on DC side I'll give them credit they're not doing that But I think it also gives people the idea That it's something new and it gives them the opportunity to say, somebody sees Batman Superman 16, they're going to go, well, I'm not going to buy the other 15, not knowing they don't have to. And it, it kind of sucks. I want more people involved. Batman you White Knight. Read now, all of it. That's why I give 10 out of 10 there, because I need to get them involved. <laughs> Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn number six. That ends that series, I believe. And we'll get the finale, Eric, and see. We're going to find out who we- the producer is? I think we ended up fighting at the end to see what would happen uh, in this issue. We'll see. I don't even remember. I don't remember who's I remember, I talking, what we're I remember about. talking about the idea of if you know the whole thing with how, uh, just nonsense of who was going to be bad and whatnot. Remember, I ended up saying that the starlet couldn't have possibly beat up those guys herself. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we, were, we were arguing about that <laughs> for like fifteen minutes. That that actually was a, a thank God it's Friday. Boy, it, it got it got heated at one point. We were yelling at each other. Detective Comics number one thousand thirty. Four, we have Mariko Tamaki starting out her deal. Now, here's the thing. I wouldn't want Detective Comics to be a number one. Right? Because that <laughs> no. has that legacy numbering. That that I say, action comics, keep that. But when you start something feminist, does you really have to start because we have to one.
1: retroactively go back to legacy numbering? Oh, I
2: know. But with that, I don't mind seeing those That's It's like the whole thing. It's on. like, you
1: know what, this should have been Nightwing number one. Or it should have been a nightwing one thousand. <laughs> well,
2: or it's like I don't, I don't you know say, Like you say about the you say about the uh Eight-legged freaks. If I see a sixteen, that pisses me off more than a thousand thirty-four because I'm not going to read all those. But the sixteen, ah, eh, maybe. Uh, but then we have Harley Quinn number one. End up Stephanie Phillips on that. Starting up number one, Eric. Oh yeah. But that was canceled. Before. And you end up where it, hopefully I like it more than the Sam Humphreys nonsense. And I, I will say, oh, you're I reading think this maybe, book, are you? Maybe one of the things <laughs> you say we're not. We we end up where Look, Sam I the cover. I'm scared of it. I'm so glad that I haven't had to deal with the Sam Humphreys thing. That's one of the best things about the Immigrant Frontier to me. He's been gone. M.I.A. Uh, yeah. Riley Ross, small art. Take it or leave it, Eric. I've already
0: Here's left
4: it. Say.
2: <laughs> you love to hate him, you does. I
1: left that freaking me- an artist and I owe it alimony. When am I getting 10 out of
2: 10. Eric almost got lung cancer. How many times he went out for a pack of smokes <laughs> to get away from that ass? So you end up Teen Titans <laughs> Academy number one. We're Look looking forward, forward to, it. to
1: that. Yeah. I Tim need to Sharon. know more
2: about the red X and everything that's going to lead to the I terribleness like of the future, including the Teen Titans. If Tim Sharon's re- listening here, which I don't think he would, Eric, I just want to tell him that Eric will be hounding you for the rest of your life. Like every issue you read, <laughs> you, send, <laughs> you, send, you send him a message. I, you I just, just want to know. I know. You just want info at least. Didn't he respond to you, though? Joshua Williamson, he ain't acknowledging your ass. He ended up asking him. Just think
1: about this, though. I wanted to know about future state number two, like, you know, Teen Titans future state number two, about what Brat Girl dialed into the dial H phone that we had in that whole the H dial, I'm sorry. But like who they were talking to, because whatever they contacted, whatever they typed into that dial, something reached out to them and it caused a lot of problems. It wasn't Roy Harper. We know that Roy Harper's alive because of Frontier. So You're I was trying him, to what crack the code. Right? I, 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 I sat there, looked at that stupid H dial for fucking two hours to see him. Like, I know. I asked him a question and I just want to know, he's, not, he's going to be coy about it. But at what point in the Teen Titans Academy book will we ever get back to that where they're typing in the
2: fucking H dial? And <laughs> like, what did he say? Eric? He was he
0: coy. He say right? nothing.
2: I know. That's why I had What a do you think it having. was? Well, <laughs> you and then I sent him that. a
1: GIF of Homer beating up his barbecue
2: saying, Why does life have to be this hard? Yeah, really. And then he thought you were joking. You weren't joking. He <laughs> was. Yeah, well, when I said to him about. Just I was like. Is it Roy Harper that, that is the, you know, red. At- Could be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, Really? What are you, Tom King? Hey, <laughs> you don't know what your story's I doing? You? Oh, my God. But I yeah. sat
1: there trying to figure out and decipher what each dial, like what number to the letter corresponding of a rotary phone like it is, what it could be. Plus the number one where, like, I started talking to him about ideas I had with the number one and what it would be, like a, an abbreviation for the
2: actual word one, something along those You're lines. You're telling and me I, you did too much work. That's what you I did, I got right? nowhere. Yeah, yeah no. know. <laughs> you know what's funny is a lot of people I saw – at least one person, they were upset because a lot of the writers have changed here at TC, and they had good relationships with the old writers. So it's like, oh, it's a shame. I really was down with the old writers, and now I got to you know, do this. I just thought to myself, like, we have this new bunch. It'll just take them they don't time hate to yet. hate our guys, but that's what it is. It's not me saying to myself, boy, maybe we're in with these guys and gals. No, no, no. They'll just hate us eventually, Eric. You know why? Because we're jerks. That's why. We're, we're jerks. Oh, no. you you, you, you're bragging. You don't give tens. Everybody giving I'm the tens, bragging. making people happy. I nice. hear you bragging all the time, down in the corner, sitting there playing your harmonica like an asshole. I hear <laughs> <Harmonica>. you. <laughs> don't you even think that I don't hear you mouth playing organ. the harmonica there, telling everybody about the ten out of tens and stuff. Uh, but yeah, hopefully these writers, you know, maybe, I don't know. Writers nowadays, they, they don't have very thick skin. They didn't grow up with the name Dick, Eric, uh, so they don't know that, but yeah, hopefully. I, I, I actually have talked a little uh, with tweets to Stephanie Phillips, and she appreciated some of the reviews from the Future State, but she's with Riley Rossmo now, and it doesn't you know, go very well for us, but we'll see. Maybe it'll I know a lot us. of
1: people in the Get Fresh crew that we talk to really enjoy Riley Rossmo's art. It's just you know, not for me because everybody looks like
2: Invader Zim or Monsters. That is true. And that doesn't go well, but it may go well with the crazy zany world of Harley Quinn. Like, who the fuck would pick him to do the Legion of
1: Superheroes, change up how they look and expect people to know what the hell's going on if they're not a Legion of Superheroes hardcore fan? And not only just a hardcore fan, but a hardcore fan of what Bendis did to the Legion of Superheroes.
2: I saw some guy tweet out that it was a masterclass uh, of art He's and an asshole. <laughs> oh, my God, Eric. You don't even know him. It was my dad. <laughs> You jerk off. He was yeah. tweeting from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. He's like, the one thing, they allowed him one thing, and that's what he wanted to tweet about the future state Bendis and Riley in connection. I'm like, Dad, you could have at least said, I love you or something. No, he wanted to tweet that. Asshole. But yeah, that, <laughs> that guy ended up saying, then I, I stayed away. It's a guy that it seems that anything he likes is definitely the things that we Master hate. Class. So I try to stay away. I try to stay away from those. But he has his fans he has a, a lot of people what you get is if they're fans they always mention catchphrases it's so unique there's nothing like it and i say yeah i know why because I mean, you don't have a lot of 8 year olds employed at dc right that's what i Where's say I there. Know? Ah, yes, we're being mean now This is not nice, Eric We're supposed to be the positivity of all this going on And we we were for the most part tonight Now we're getting a little silly, Eric Uh, But with that two of these books I will tell you right now that I think it will be teen titans academy and action comics that's just me but i think they will be on the patreon spotlight if you want to listen to that and get the whole weird I science i think harley connection.
1: quinn and uh, white knight presents harley quinn and action comics are going to be on oh. there
2: you, you, what, uh, harley quinn what three are on there now you said harley quinn batman white knight no no no, no. Quinn and action no, no. Harley, when oh. i said
1: harley quinn i meant, oh, you uh, white, meant batman, knight, white Knight and harley quinn yeah
2: yeah oh well, that wouldn't be that Because why bad. would Harley Quinn be on something? We're not talking about that Harley Quinn. <laughs> really? I was thinking the same thing for White Knight. Oh, oh yeah. We we have to finish that. Uh, finale. Yeah, we'll see. I also, who that producer I don't know is? Maybe, they, maybe they'll pick Batman Black and White number four. That comes out as well. But we haven't come been out. talking about that. It doesn't in your world. I have a
1: stand against people Earth who refuse
2: Eric. to give colorist jobs. Oh, my God. They all love you. They they are loving you right now, Eric, but that's it. Whatever happened to Sal Cipriano the letter, Eric? It's like just kind of dawned on me. What's he doing? He's off doing his things. You, you like, Eric, do you ever have a ham and cheese sandwich and put ketchup on it? You ever do that?
1: I don't normally have Isn't ham and cheese disgusting? sandwiches, but who the
2: fuck would do that? Like a, a cold sandwich. Is there any cold sandwich that actually goes well with ketchup? No. I don't think there is, right? But boy, mustard, that goes well with yeah, all Yeah, mustard's a universal freaking food right there. You put it that is. on anything. I was going to ask you your favorite condiment, and I think that would be spicy brown mustard. So I didn't ask because I think I already know. Soy sauce. Yeah, soy sauce. Is that a condiment or is that just is. A, a flavor enhancer? <laughs> I don't know. Is that all what condiments are? I actually prefer teriyaki, <laughs> Eric. That's good. And, and really, most of the time, I like to go bareback. No condiments. Actually, that's a lie. I like condiments. But in this house, I can never find them because Rafe stores them in his room. Well, you know and then exactly you where they up, are. Well, you you go up, and you're like, do you have the mayonnaise? And he's like, yeah, I brought it up last week. And then you're like, okay. I
1: just want to know why he's sitting there with a spoon eating mayonnaise in his room playing mayonnaise. I don't
2: know. I have no idea. And then the Vaseline's there. I'm not even asking. I know. I okay. <laughs> Never mind. He's, I told you. my he's one friend right growing up he's got to
1: do stuff to yeah. make a fifi.
2: My one friend growing up, he used to masturbate into a sock filled with mayonnaise. He did it all the time. And I don't know why he needed to do that. At that age, You know, the wind blows, and there's something going on. But he had a- a sock with mayonnaise. It was very odd. Uh, I never, like it, ate, friends. never ate lunch meat sandwiches over that guy's house, ever. But very well, again, I actually no. got a
1: freaking giant double cheesesteak from
2: Elise the other day and told them to really? put mayonnaise on there because I wanted something different. Lee's came up in me and Tanya's gym as issues sucks. because us about the special hoagies they yeah. used to deliver. And I said, and Eric knows suck. about these as well because of those crazy drug hoagies and all that. That was a big deal. The yeah, only they, people who didn't know were the cops. It's, yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it it suck. They
1: used to be really good a yeah, long then. time ago. You know, the thing is, I used to spend $14 on a giant double cheesesteak, crust, and onions. Ridiculous price, right? And the thing yeah. is, this was like 10 years ago. But you loved it. I did. And I used to have this thing where I'm like, look, I better have nothing to do tonight because I'm going to eat this whole thing to my head right now. I'm not going to be able to move when I'm done. Hey, Jessica, go and get me one the other night. Yeah. All right. I can eat that no problem right away. And I'm still wondering what else is there to eat because I'm a big fat fuck oh my anymore. Gosh. But you know what, how much it was? What? How much? $26. 20?
2: Really? $26 for a cheesesteak? steak? <laughs> Holy
4: crap, that better have to is, reach around and I, when you're and eating I it. had
2: no idea
4: uh, what that
1: price was, so we just ordered it. She went and picked it up. Had I'm like, oh my God, why is this bill so high? Oh yeah, it's a
2: sandwich that Eric got. I had crap. no idea. I'm going to prank somebody and send them a cheese. It. We ended up getting a uh, Domino's pizza oh, no, 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 the, the other day. That used to be a problem.
1: They used to call me back when I used to place an order for the yeah. when it was fourteen dollars to make sure that I they wasn't pranking They call you them. back at
2: all. Oh, and not anymore. Oh, yeah, it yeah. hasn't happened in years. But back yeah, in the but day, you would have to because fourteen was a lot.
1: 26 bucks for a hundred. Yeah, we
2: steak. had a, we had a Domino pizza delivered. Domino's delivered the other day, and this guy's like, and it's just like I don't know, not a younger guy, but you know, mid twenties or so. But he's like, yeah, you gotta give me cash for this. I'm like, I didn't order a pizza. <laughs> I ain't giving you a shit for it. What? You got it. It's your pizza. You got to give me cash. I'm like, yep. Slam the door right in his face. I'm like, fuck you. I got so mad. T- T- I didn't answer the door. Tanya did. And then he was giving Tanya crap and then I ran out. I and- like
1: this idea that, that Uber Eats would deliver stuff to your door with that. I've already been paid for it and you would just take it that you didn't order oh, and eat it. But now yeah. what it I, happens- I already
2: said when Tanya went to the door, I said, if that's already paid for you're bringing that in. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're a monster. I'm going to be having that. Uh, it had our address on it. And then I thought. What an odd thing! Because Rafe right away said, "I think that somebody was pranking us." I'm like, "What an odd prank! What do they think I'm going to pay for the pizza I didn't order?" I would've cheap ass. I'm so cheap. I'm not going to do that. Plus, I, am I don't even know. peckish, Mr. Domino's I do- <laughs> man. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even look to see what the pizza was. I don't know. Rafe thinks somebody was trying to poison us. I, I, I don't know what's going on, but the guy was like really odd. And then I, sla- I slammed the door. And then he just stood there looking at me through the glass, and I walked away. And then he just left. I, I, it was very odd, but there you go. We didn't order pizza, though. I thought because And that, again,
1: I have seen you order things and then walk away and say you didn't do it when they say well, so, this is yours. that's because
2: maybe I want something
1: else or something like
2: that. I mean I've done that at Wawa plenty of times. You've right? done that I've where you've ordered, ordered orders thing. for
1: places and just
2: never went to go Damn get it. right. I don't go get it, but this wasn't mine. But also You're I thought maybe because you ended up having – you know, a lot of people getting their checks from the government and stuff. That, and Ethan ended up getting his and started, you know, smoking pot did drug dealers lot. accept
1: that stimulus? So,
2: damn right. I said the stimulus is for the drug dealers in town. They, Ethan's money isn't going to anything else. But then the drug dealers end up buying shit. and You know, they're bling. All right. It's so a trickle it down. I got out. you. I thought he got That's high works, and ordered right? a pizza and I was pissed. But he did no. Didn't. no I, I think that he still could happen. Yeah,
1: I still think it was like kind of Rafe playing the field. saying so like, I'm going to order this and hopefully dad, and you don't know, takes it. Dad
2: buys yeah. it. He, what?
1: It, and, and then my afterwards bugs... he comes down, father, that was yeah. really odd that they would come and do this. I think yeah, somebody might have be been odd. pranking us.
2: Can uh, Did I sound like Bugs Bunny then? He don't know me very well, do he? <laughs> because I'm only going to take that, especially a pizza I didn't order. I don't know whose hands touch that. If I ordered it, I still don't, but I feel better because I get something that I wanted. I Don't like Domino's pizza. No, they're the worst bullshit. So. I say hey, that, also, but I love little Caesars. He is, he is, so do I. We were gonna get little Caesars today, but we forgot, Eric. We forgot. Uh right now Logan's on a binge of eating different honeys. He What's he wants wrong to be a, a damn beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> He's bought like seven different honeys, and now he wants to go to that honey stand down near the Wawa near the we have uh, a honey stand fire. in town? Yeah, it's down near the you never saw that down six sixty three? They I have a stand that's a much. honey stand? I uh, just go. And, what do you go you know. down there for? I don't. But Logan wants to get honey. What does Logan would go down there for? Well, we would go past that when we would go to say the Shady Maple. Oh, okay. Like Not many times. When we saw I, I, it. I
1: think I don't think I've been he's down on that line way. Line in years. Looking up
2: honey stands he's right down the road. He loves. He's like I want a honeysuckle brand. I'm like really. I'll give you a backhand, but yeah, he's really I into just has to be kid free. Is what I want. <laughs> I hate honey. It's one of my least favorite things. Specifically, you know that I do. Because the only reason I really hate s'mores is because of Honey Gramps. I can't stand the taste of honey. And I, uh, he's sitting there with all these honeys. Please try Honey Toast, Father. I'm like, please leave me alone, son. Please. I don't like sticky I don't hands. Like no matter what happens, I'm going to have sticky hands if I do anything with honey. Probably. Because I'm a I slob. I don't like it. I don't like the taste. It weirds me out. And then I start thinking there's bits of bees in it. And then I start gagging. What's wrong gagging with you? There's a bit of bees in everything you eat. That's true. But I don't need to think about that. The honey, that's right from the source. Right? Don't they shit it out? Isn't that honey? That sounds right to me. Yeah, it does to me, too. Don't they give you hepatitis? I have no idea. Nobody's proved that they didn't, Eric. So I'm staying away. I just don't like honey. I don't like the aftertaste at all. All right. That's it. Honey, talk, ketchup. Your favorite condiment, twenty six dollar hoagies. These are the important things of the podcast. The hell with that ten out of ten, Eric. I want to know more about this twenty six dollar hoagie. I want and what to know you less actually, about it. <laughs> what you actually order that. Overpriced um, for what you get. On on the uh on the Jim As Issues podcast, we were talking about Lee's, and I said that my one buddy's brother in law ended up a friend of his order. A Hoagie came to the house and when they got there it's like ninety six dollars and he ended up, Oh my God, what's going on? And I said, I think it had Coke in that and Tanya had to say right away, Oh no, it would have been a lot more expensive. I'm
4: like, no, thanks a lot. It, thanks it a lot therapy
1: for what it is especially yeah. in this town at that point in time for that's what you know, I like, think it the was. coke it, that's what they were dealing out of there yeah. so I, yeah. I don't know what she was thinking for that time for like you know what the coke would have been she
0: gets a higher grade Eric. you know
2: and she's chasing the china white in the late 90s early doing. 2000s coke was expensive around here yeah so oh she was saying that it would have been a lot more Yeah. That, i'm saying she was saying that it the 96 was too so. low yeah she just was like i'm like i don't know why you know you're in touch with this stuff but i do know uh, but that's it. Eric, again, check us out over at the Twitters, w, uh, Weird Science DC. <laughs> the is what that now? what it is? I was going to say the Marvel one, just so I could talk to people. Weird Science DC That's Marvel. All anyway. Also go to our deal on our website weird are comics.com and then check out our patreon where you can get more of this nonsense it is patreon.com slash weird science eric that's it what do you say it. at the end everybody have a great week Keep it weird, weird. we'll see you in seven see you in seven. Oh!